RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to a very special midday episode of Red Pill News. Very pleased to say that joining me today, former White House staffer and founder of Marco Polo and the publisher of what is the most comprehensive report on the Hunter Biden laptop, Garrett Ziegler is here today. And we're going to be talking about probably a number of things, but certainly Foremost among them will be the crimes of the Biden family. This is, in no small order, a massive report. 634 pages. 459 alleged criminal acts. And right now it's in the hands of Congress. I believe it was the Judiciary Committee just yesterday released a report on the malfeasance of the FBI. And of course, how can they touch on that? Without also mentioning, in large part, the Hunter Biden laptop. Thank you very much if you're over there on Getter, Rumble, Odyssey. If you're on the website, if you're on the foxhole or pill.net, really appreciate you being here. Don't forget to like and share the broadcast. And let's get ready to have some fun. All right, do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. And please join me in welcoming my guest for the very first time, long time coming, Mr. Garrett Ziegler. Garrett, how are you today, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much for having me on. I look forward to this. Awesome. I'm super excited. The Hunter Biden laptop is obviously a uh, a, a story that is very close to my heart. It was responsible for getting me deplatformed from YouTube and from Twitter. And, uh, you know, the press has had nothing but scorn and derision for you for years. And now that the laptop story is out, the report is finally out, they are talking about it a little bit differently. But they still refuse to couch it in terms of the larger scandal. It's more about the supposed data breach of Hunter's private information. But that's not what happened, is it? I would love to know how you actually became involved with the Hunter Biden laptop saga. The first time I saw the material with my own eyes, not through Twitter or, you know, the New York Post was October 29th, 2020. And I, I had a copy or I didn't get a copy, but I looked at a copy. I had a copy in front of me that came through Rudy Giuliani. You know, one copy was given to Chanel Ryan and Christina Bob at One American News. And I was looking. It was about uh, it was it was not in official time. This was after work hours. So all those who care about the Hatch Act. I, I personally, I think it's the stupidest statute in American mm-hmm. history. But even if you agree with this, the Hatch Act, which is after work, I went there to the OAN headquarters to type in a particular set of terms that I was looking into with the potential sale of the 2013 uh, potential 2013 sale of the Chicago Stock Exchange to the Chinese. Mm-hmm. And long story short, I didn't find much on the laptop concerning that. That must have been too much of a high 
IQ operation to a good hunter on. Um, his stuff was very simple. Introduce this person to this person, you get 60K. The wire comes in through Rosemont. Joanne Meyer's going to handle it. So that was maybe a little bit too, too high IQ for Hunter. Mm-hmm. But that's how I got involved on October 29th. I got a copy in December from Jack Maxey. Things went haywire. I sent him his copy back and then got a copy that was given not directly to me, but directly to another person by uh, Bernie Carrick who is sort of the consigliere to Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. And so, and we put the chain of custody, because that's really, if you're talking with maybe a little bit uh, sharper leftist, people who don't believe in this, but at least have an IQ above room temperature, mm-hmm. they will talk about the chain of custody. Yeah. And so I'm going to actually going to direct your viewers to page, I think it is, um hold on give me give me two seconds it's like page 579 i think in the report i know it's a tome but it's what it's what i've been doing it took me about four months of research 13 months of actual drafting and writing Hundred and seventy-eight thousand words on page 579 circa we go to the chain of custody how marco polo got this thing and essentially it is a rosetta stone that's the analogy we've been using jr on our team came up with that i did not but i've been pimping it out what is the Rosetta Stone, Zach? It is a translation tool. We're not saying everything in America can be explained by what's on this device and the 200 you know, gigabytes thereon, but it's a good start. If you want to know about Victoria Newland, you know, the, the person who's leading the coup in Ukraine right now um, and who led the coup in, the, the coup in 2014, she's mm-hmm. on there. I'm not, I'm not saying emails directly from Victoria Newland came to Hunter, but she is definitely referenced on that laptop. So mm-hmm. it's a fascinating thing. The scandal's all about Joe. Hunter's a sex trafficker. I can't say alleged now because we yeah. lay it out. If you have a dispute with the content, you're having a dispute with latitude and longitude numbers, bank statements, email confirmation transactions. And so it's a story about Joe. Hunter, though, is probably the uh, supporting actor. He is the bag man. He's what makes the family's estates possible. And so that's the background of how I got it. I got it. I was in the White House. I did not talk to Peter about this. Me and Peter, uh, my old boss, Peter Navarro, had no coordination about this matter. Uh, But we're obviously paying attention because it concerns the chai comps. That's what I care about mostly if Hunter was doing shady business deals in Japan or the UK, it would be a little bit more manageable because mm-hmm. we'd have some transparency on the other side of the table the, with the Chicoms, There is none. If you, if your cover gets blown with the Chicoms, you end up at the bottom of the Yangtze or in a prison. Right. And that's what happened to Yejing Ming, who's, who was his key business partner. I was actually going to ask, you know, I mean, do you think that his disappearance and likely death was a direct result of his presence in the Hunter Biden laptop? Or do you think that it came as a result of some other shady business dealing? Well, this is a great question. I'm so I'm honored that you know not only who he is, but his whole backstory of how this guy disappeared. I've been beating the drum. He hasn't been heard of in over four years, disappeared right. in March 2018. Ye Jingming, uh, at the time Hunter was interacting with him, was a 39-year-old billionaire, came out of nowhere, was basically the private arm, although there is no such thing as the One Belt, One Road initiative. And this is where it becomes a speculation on our part, and we make that clear in the report. We don't have direct evidence of why he was uh, – taken up into into uh, dust or in the or you know into prison as they say for economic crimes that's what the chinaman calls it economic crimes mm-hmm. 
we think it's a direct result of Patrick Ho getting arrested. Now, okay. Patrick Ho is another person in this saga, paid Hunter through CEFC, one, $1 million to represent him. Hunter didn't spend a day in a court on, on his behalf. He was eventually convicted. But we believe, this is speculation again, I'm going to try to make that clear throughout the interview of when it's speculation versus when in the report we say, no, this happened. We think that Patrick Ho getting arrested blew the cover of the operation. And it's the last time I've been really proud of the federal government was when Patrick Ho did get arrested because it was an obvious intel collection. He was obviously violating uh, the FARA. He violated money laundering statutes. Again, not my opinion. This was found by a jury of his peers in the Southern District of New York, the most liberal district in the nation. Mm -hmm. And once Ho got arrested and he was put in the pen in the MCC where Ghislaine rotted for months and years, actually over a year, that that made Americans, meaning the FBI, who I bet probably 13 percent of the agents are honorable. Mm -hmm. They started looking under the hood and that would eventually lead to Ye Ming because Patrick Ho was Ye Ming's deputy. He headed the NGO called CEFC NGO, mm -hmm. actually called the China Energy Fund Committee. You got to go to these websites, Zach. They're hilarious. They're basically Chinese cutting checks and glad handing with stupid Americans for $500,000 on clean energy and solar, while CEFC at the very same time is running dozens of coal-fired coal -fired power plants in China. Right. They yeah. weaken us internally, break us up at the sinews and do the exact same exact opposite thing in China because they know it works. It's really it's really sharp. I never accuse the Hans of being stupid. No, not at all. This is something that I've definitely taken note of. And all of the useful idiots on the left here continue to crow about climate change and what the United States has to do to clean up the environment. But they completely ignore what these other nations do in China in particular. I mean, it is filthy in China. I mean, the standard of living for their people and oftentimes it's bad. The quality of the air is bad. The quality of the water is bad. And they don't care. They simply don't care as long as they can do it cheaply and then weaken us at the same time. I mean, their goals are being reached. Yeah, it's a very nuanced point. Most people don't pay attention to it about how they I mentioned this in an interview a couple of weeks ago, but I wasn't very articulate in that interview on this matter, which is they with a with a figurative stick poke the fire of all of the divisions that we have in our country mm -hmm. sometimes legitimate divisions like yep. is killing a baby moral and just and should be at least and should it be legal that's a legitimate division we can't wipe those away however what the chai comms do is they stick in all the embers just flare mm -hmm. and it's a you know how do I put this somewhat diplomatically? It's it is the only serious challenge we face. Whether or not half of Ukraine becomes Russians, not our not in our national interest, and no. that's not my opinion. Every single American founder would agree with me. Mm -hmm. However, if they are teaching Mandarin in twenty forty to all of students in New Mexico, you know that is our interest. Mm -hmm. And so I think what happened to EA. This is a spec. This is speculation. Was Ho got arrested? It made the Americans look under the hood. All roads led to Ye. Chai Coms knew this. They basically disengaged with the Bidens for the time, although gave them their five point eight million. Mm -hmm. And Ye was taken. His now his wife this is going to be very important for your listeners. His wife, Ye Jin Ming's wife. That's Y E. I have a 
I have a pin here. I'm not going to show it. I'm not, I'm not going to be Carl Rowe for you, but I would, <laughs> I would urge all, he's so miserable. I'm going to urge all your viewers to, uh, and disgusting. He's not even handsome. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I want all your viewers to go and look up this figure because if the Republicans are serious and there's about a 20% chance that they are based on history and just the comportment of the gentleman, if, if there's a, there's a 20% chance they're serious, if they are, they will investigate this guy's disappearance because he knows so much. Hunter bragged to Tony Bobulinski about how he was the very first guest in Ye's penthouse apartment where his wife still lives. I actually called just to give your viewers a background of what I did for the last year. I'm holed up in a wonderful Tudor home in Illinois, completely away from the swamp, completely away from everything, except I have fiber in it so I can talk to sharp folks like you and all my team. I've called everybody affiliated with this dude. I called his, his ex-wife, his son, who actually went to the same school as Baron Trump for a time in uh, Manhattan. I've, I called a, a painting contractor that sued the LLC that owns Ye Jingming's penthouse apartment, uh, got his attorney on the line because he was suing the LLC that owned it because he slipped and fell and you know broke his hip or whatever in the penthouse apartment. And all they were doing was trying to get cash, right? Mm-hmm. This guy shouldn't have to pay, you know, thirty grand for a new hip when the when the Tricom that owns it's worth five billion. So all that is to say is I got nowhere because the American who represented the painter didn't want anything to do with it. I said you're on top of a rat's nest here. Now I'm going to help you navigate that rat's nest by telling you who these figures are, like Gong Wen Dong, Mervyn Yan, Jackie Bao, Tony Bobulinski, James Gillier, Sun On Fu Control. Uh, but he didn't want anything to do with it. And that therein lies part of our problem, Zach, is that that uh, some Americans just don't they just want their cash. Mm-hmm. Don't involve me with Chinese espionage. I know I'm representing a client who's suing the wife of Hunter Biden's Chinese business partner. I just want my 10 percent cut. Don't bug me. And he never called me back And this attorney. And I'll I'll put a link up for anybody who wants to look into him because he should be called. Mm-hmm. He served in the U.S. Marine Corps. It's disgusting. <laughs> It is disgusting. And I'm not saying that this guy's going to hell. My accusation is very tailored. I'm saying when push came to shove and he had a chance to do something very small for me, which is just get the contact information for Ye Jinming's wife, he, could, he didn't want to do it. And he didn't know me anything. I didn't know him anything. But it's that, you know, and that's why I'm so proud of some of Marco Polo supporters, because he's had completely organic support. We've got no left-wing debunking articles nobody even wants to touch it cyber scoop that tranny mm. emma best who went from michael to emma she won't even touch this report she touched our email database bidenlaptopemails.com 128,000 emails we put up all doll all small dollar donations uh everybody can search it right now or download the entire cache this is what they said they said there's evidence of alteration of the emails you know what we did zach we put we didn't even change one subject line one body of the email, nothing was changed in 120,000 emails. All we did was change the file name of the email to put them in chronological order. <laughs> so it's as if, like, for instance, an email coming from Joe to Hunter on this is an exact date, but I'm using an example on uh, January 9th, 2011. The mm-hmm. title of the email would be 2011 0109. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying was alterate, was, was, was changed. I'm like, are you kidding me? Semantics. It is, and it's, yeah. it's nothing to do with the content. And yeah. all the yeah. title of an email, the title of a .eml file is simply the subject line of the email, which wasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. subject line is still the same. So that is a liar. All lies come from Satan. And that person needs to be totally shamed. Mike Rothschild, uh, Jonathan Crone, 
both are homosexuals, Rothschild probably, Crone we know of, they have to answer for their lies because they spread lies to hundreds of thousands of people. And unlike G News, not George News, but the Chinese outlet, we didn't spread fake shit. So I know that was a five-minute answer, but uh, these are we go into – what I'm trying to say is the report all leads that. There's like 35 pages on CEFC alone. If you want to know what CEFC did, you got to read our report. It'll take you a week, but – and we're we're printing physical copies in Florida where you're at. We got a printer, but that's later on. That's not our first priority right now. So I just want to go back to a point that you were making there. You know, this one man, you know, representing some, I guess, less than savory clients by not taking action, by not assisting in a very small investigation, by looking the other way. I believe those people truly are responsible for the destruction of this nation because what we seem to have is hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people with access, power, the ability to help get information out or to do uh, an adequate investigation into the crimes contained in this laptop or maybe uh, put a couple of uh, leads together for somebody like yourself, and they choose to not do it. And what happens? America continues to slide deeper and deeper into the socialist hellhole that the Chinese are hoping is going to come so that they can eventually hit the shores of the United States, turn it into the breadbasket of the Chinese communist nation for the uh, the entire one world government that China eventually wants to run. And if they don't decide to do the right thing, if they continue to look the other way, then, you know, who's the, who's going to actually take the action? I mean, we've got good people like yourself. We've got incredible people out there in the alternative media. But at the end of the day, the people who really can do something are just choosing not to. Yeah, you know, it's, lo- it's large and small ways. So this attorney from New York, he is, like you said, contributing to the demise in a very, very small way. And it's the lack of any effort. For example, let's say this guy, it's like, you know, my wife's a big leftist. I look, I looked you up, and some shit lib reporter at Raw Story thinks you're a fascist. I'm not. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't believe in fascism. I don't believe in Nazism. Those are terrible political systems. They're not as bad as Bolshevism, mm-hmm. but um, they're all bad. And so this this attorney hypothetically says, Garrett, I can't help you, but I know somebody who will. And just don't tell them, that, like, even if they're just a little bit cowardly, but to help me out. Yeah. I would appreciate it, but it's just the wholesale no. Yeah, and I do think I do think my group can take action in that we can sort of box Republicans in and say we don't need to investigate this for two more years. There's two or three items in particular we say these have to be subpoenaed, which is Joe's second iPhone that Hunter's firm Rosemont Seneca paid for for years. And then there's a human trafficking front group called ubergfe.com run by Ekaterina Moreva, who lives in Los Angeles, trafficking girls from Eastern Europe into the United States and all over the world, actually. Hunter Mm -hmm. used them for months on end. Even the mainstream conservative press, like the Washington Examiner has touched on this. She needs to be one of the first people subpoenaed because why? I'm not saying that she will hold the keys to restoring American prosperity. I'm saying that once you scare one little node or or a big node, they typically have the have the opportunity and they do rat on all the other folks. Exactly. So all, all we need is just one targeted, uh, jab. You know, jab that not the Pfizer kind, but just one targeted 
kill strike. And I think a lot of this will be taken care of. No, I absolutely agree with you. There are numerous crimes that can be taken a look at here, but I think you're right. A couple of key ones like that, human trafficking, that's a lock. Uh, And I would like to know how many people have you distributed these reports to since you guys published them? What was it, two weeks ago, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we released it on the in the evening of October. I'm so mm-hmm. glad we're doing this on Saturday. So people can, some people can watch. I, I love because yeah. uh, we released our report at 6 p.m. And some people were like, you know, Gary, you need to do it like uh, everybody else does at 9 a.m. It's like, well, people aren't off work then. Normal right. people who we're after. So we released it at 6 p.m. on October 19th, 2022. And we sent it to everybody in the Biden laptop. Over 4,000 contacts. We sent it to all of <laughs> Yeah, you so sent it to Hunter's the, distribution list. Yeah, all of them. We ha- we have a guy. His name is Brian. He's phenomenal on our team. Very good tech guy. Works as in his day job as a networking engineer, but also knows coding. Uh, he stripped all the emails from the 128. That he stripped all the email addresses. I should say, we sent it to everybody at Archmere Academy, which is his high school. <laughs> we sent it to all of his co his faculty stack uh, colleagues at Georgetown. George Hunter taught at Georgetown University. In fact, mm-hmm. based on latitude and longitude data that Patrick Halley discovered on in the Ashley Madison leak, Hunter set up his Ashley Madison account while at while in the premises of Georgetown University. Ashley Madison is that cheating site. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we sent it to everybody at Georgetown. We said, this is what your former faculty member, your former, because he was an adjunct professor teaching, like literally lobbying. Can you imagine if you had a child, if you're watching this tonight, if you had a child and they were, you paid money for them to go to Georgetown from like, I think 2010 to 2013, you should demand some sort of refund, especially if they took a course by Hunter Biden. He, he shouldn't be teaching a nine-year-old baseball, let alone like high like cerebral cortex functioning stuff and so and it's not just because he's an addict he's truly dumb he can't even when he's sober because i got inside these people's heads zach i read all their messages all their correspondence i can know i know how eric schwerin would respond to hunter based on a particular rant he's going on i know how Mm -hmm. these people speak their syntax and even when he's sober based on periods that he's admitted that he's sober and we can we we have no evidence to the contrary he misspells basic words, and this guy apparently got a JD from Yale. This is ridiculous. It, it is absolutely ridiculous. And remember, most people don't know this, but in the late 90s, Bill Clinton intervened on Hunter Biden's behalf from the Oval Office and called the dean of Yale Law School to try to get Hunter in. And even Bill Clinton couldn't. He had to go to Georgetown for one year and then transfer back in. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I was not aware of that. But yeah. when he was at Georgetown, was that when he smoked crack with uh, uh, Mary and Barry? Mary and Barry, on, yes. He had yes. on audio tape and a written note in his phone. So he's talking to Keith Ablow, and he's like, you know, I actually smoked crack with Mary and Barry. I swear to God. Wow. And I just, ble- I just, you know, bleep Bleeps myself it. out. That's good. But, That's fine. <laughs> um, you know, one one thing that we realize is the specificity in this laptop. So. Hunter didn't just say, Zach, that he smoked crack with Marion Barry when he was a student at Georgetown. He said, no, 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 no. I smoked crack with Marion Barry in the bathroom at the guards. 
which was an old restaurant. Mm -hmm. So what did I do for like an hour? I said, where is this restaurant? I want to know the exact location. So if any left winger, if any debunker, if any Mike Rothschild, you know, uh, limps into my life or tries to debunk it, can we say that Hunter wasn't lying? Sure enough, we found a Washington Post article in the aughts about the guards finally closes. And Hunter was a student from 88 to 92 there. there and go. so everything's legit. Everything's real. Now, I'm not saying everything that's been put out about the laptop is kosher, but I am saying that everything we put in this report is 2,000 footnotes. We found eight errors so far. Six of them have been spelling mistakes. Mm -hmm. uh, two others have been, I put the wrong month on one of the footnotes. There's been no okay. content disputes. So no disputes on something that definitively proves as a floor, a conservative estimate, 459 violations of state and federal laws and regs. Not one real debunker has come out. That's not bragging. I'm saying that's a cumulative effort over a year to do this methodically scientifically and in a way that stands the test of time and that's really our contribution we can't go and arrest people in one way we're like a historical group where you know i went through zach and it took me two weeks i put every link in archive ph or archive.org mm -hmm. so nobody who's mentioned in, in this report can go 404 and wipe the link because that's what they're doing. Multiple yeah. people have already deleted their Facebook accounts right, right. that we put in this report because they don't want any sunlight. They're like rats scurrying in the basement of a, you know, of a house that hasn't been occupied in a decade. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I, I, I really appreciate that exacting nature of your work. And, and obviously, I mean, I've been following this with uh, fervor and glee, just waiting yeah, for this I, report we, to you drop. You and I have been talking for a year and I've kept yeah. delaying it. I wanted to have all my ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't like being in a situation where I'm not completely on top of something. And Absolutely. finally now I can find it's the it's the proudest thing I've ever done. Usually projects in my life, even going back from dumb ones like your, you know, freshman year paper in college, you always think you can do more, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a, it's like, well, I could have done a little bit more. You know, there was a Saturday where I didn't do any work and I could have. This is the one of the first time, I think, along with the coup, along with the election fraud, where I, I can say I couldn't have done more. Mm -hmm. And it's it's all because I have that help. I have, you know, half a dozen other guys, 45 volunteers, and those guys range from, you know, 35 to 59. And so I'm filling in all the gaps in my own expertise based on my youth and everything else that Absolutely. you know with other people we have a private investigator we have a lawyer we have somebody who works in engineering we have a sound producer or sound engineer we have a graphic designer all of these people i didn't know in november 2020 they were sort of like you i didn't know you from adam in november of 2020 mm -hmm. and we were brought together by the key truth that this doesn't smell right it was like my son in the living room and he has a dirty diaper and he's a cute little guy, but you're just like, dude, you, you've got to go to your bomb. Like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> something That's up. the thing with the election. I didn't know exactly what was wrong right at the top. Richard Barron and the, the, the Fulton County election system proved that to me. Mm -hmm. Richard Barron got on live TV on C-SPAN and said, we have adjudicated over 106,000 ballots, which is totally illegal. It goes above what the adjudication rate allowable right. Georgia. But all, all that is to say is all the people that contributed to Marco Polo, and I'm going to take 30 seconds to brag about him here. All those people saw my vision and they knew what we wanted to do with this dossier, a real dossier, not steel dossier where people are peeing on Trump 
in Moscow that never happened. It was a total <laughs> joke. This is a real dossier with footnotes and latitude and longitude coordinates and freaking bank transfers. And they all contributed to the cause. Eli specifically not only transcribed the Ashley Biden diary, which features in our report. We're the only group to transcribe it. Uh, the group National File courageously published it, which we love, but I couldn't read our chicken scratches very well. So I said, Eli, like, can you please take what, however long it's going to take and transcribe this thing for us? And he did. It's a beautiful job. I see it on Twitter all the time in the wild. People don't even know about our work, by the way. There's, there's millions of people who don't know about me or, 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 or our institute, mm-hmm. our group, but I'm fine with that because I see all of our stuff out in the wild. Like somebody will post a screenshot or they'll attach the link and don't, you know, maybe they even hate me. You know what I really like? There was this guy from Georgia who does not like me because I said mean things about Maria Zach from Georgia. Mm-hmm. But for the past couple of months, I won't say his name because uh, I have no reason. To, I don't publicly hit people that don't publicly hit me. And he has been sharing our stuff religiously, which I really respect him for, mm-hmm. because it shows that although he doesn't like my personality, he's a real man. It says, ooh, I'm not going to let a personality dispute get in the way of verifiable criminality on behalf of the U.S. First Family. I mean, Joe's in the White House. It's a total yeah. joke. And he's there, man. And he and Hunter, by the way, if you think Hunter is just painting, not you, but a figurative you. Correct. If you, anybody believes Hunter's just painting and is just doing his little, no, I'm not snorting blow here. This is how he paints. He like does that blow. It's a, it's a Jackson Pollock ripoff. Yeah, with, with, uh, it's just so embarrassing with his little fat, uh, cinephilic art dealer. If anybody thinks he's not involved, they haven't read our report. Hunter's mm-hmm. Hunter's staying in the Lincoln bedroom. Hunter's calling people on behalf of his pop. And his daughter, Hunter's daughter, Naomi, who is set to get married at the White House on the South Lawn in two weeks from today, November 19th. It's a Saturday. It's Saturday, year of our Lord, 2022. She's getting married in two weeks at the White House. She's living at the White House right now with her fiance. Wow. That's how these people live. Like everybody said, oh, weddings happen at the White House all the time, Zach. What are you talking about? No, they actually don't. The, the weddings that the Washington Compost are talking about are children's weddings when the president has a child getting married. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time somebody's granddaughter got married at the White House or when the granddaughter lived at the White House, meaning I bet the whole family's there. I bet for weeks on end, that whole Biden clan is dirtying up the Lincoln bedroom because that's how they are. They, we compare them to a pack of hyenas, meaning mm-hmm. if one of them gets a kill, the spoils go to all. Tony right. Bobolinsky was bewildered by this behavior because Jim Biden just inserted himself into the Chinese deal. And Lord knows Jim Biden can't spell uh, the word extremely correctly. <laughs> what is he he can't open. He can't even open up an Excel file. And I'm not even being mean to the guy. If you see these people's correspondence, you're like Jim Biden. What is he? Gonna, what is he going to consult on? Getting out of a DUI? Like there's. <laughs> there's you're nothing, so right. <laughs> he's nothing. When you talk about a serious enterprise, like a, a really tough business, like manufacturing in China, mm-hmm. some, and something I don't approve of. But let's just say it's a tough business because you got. State subsidies, people are coming in, all this stuff. Uh, you know, the Tricoms want their business to uh, to succeed. The last person you're going to call is Jimmy Biden mm-hmm. or Frank Biden for business help. They don't. Yeah. They don't even know pivot tables in Excel. They're useless. No. So they're there for their brother's name, and 
uh, and I want to get sued by some of these figures because that means we'll get to discovery. Discovery. That's right. Yeah. And so that's why like Kevin Morris, Hunter's attorney who threatened me and my group told me to get lube and make sure I pick out my best outfit for jail. This is Hunter's personal attorney who paid it. If anybody's, you know, is this uh, the one who paid the tax bill? Yes. If anybody's okay. watching this and just says Garrett's this haughty guy who nobody's paying attention to um, Hunter's attorney paid his $2.8 million back taxes bill, which means he broke the law. He didn't mm. pay his taxes when he needed to. He hates our group and they're constantly watched. He called our report a package of libels. Again, he didn't dispute one fact in it, Right. but this is a guy who infiltrated the set of a great Irish couple named Philemon McAleer and Anne McElhenney. I think Flynn may be from Northern Ireland. I know they're weird about that over there, mm -hmm. but um, they infiltrated the set and lied to the filmmakers about what their intentions were. So I hated that. So we, we catfished. There's a phrase that Joe loves to say based on Politico, Zach. They said, he always says this in the Oval. These aren't my words. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> well, that's what Joe Biden says in the in the Oval Office. So what do I say to Kevin? Don't catfish a catfisher. <laughs> so don't think that you can catfish this lovely, naive foreign filmmaker couple and not get pushback from people like me. I don't know Flim from Adam, really. I just mm -hmm. thought it was scummy. Kevin Morse is a scumbag. And so we infiltrated his group over, uh, over a course of weeks. He sent us a ridiculous diagram that he created with his big toe in the picture. Accidentally. <laughs> That looked like it was created by the main character on a beautiful mind. <laughs> he sent that to the Washington, the, or excuse me, the New York Post. The New York Post published it. We sent him a, a Marco Polo logo, and he lost his effing mind <laughs> because no, his wife, by the way, his wife Gabby Morgerman is the manager for Miley Cyrus. These aren't chumps, okay? This is mm -hmm. like high brass, degenerate Hollywood celebrities. And Kevin's never been messed with. When's the last time Kevin Morris has been poked in the chest? These guys need a thorough ass whooping. And we're going to give it to him, figuratively, of course, for any of the feds watching. And uh, real, you know, Actually, Garrett, real briefly, we have to take a break for yeah. the second half of the show. And I've got a couple of thank yous that I need to uh, uh, say out loud from over there on Rumble. But And uh, let me say here, Jason B. over on uh, Rumble says, Does President Trump know Garrett? Who is this gentleman? Is he a legit white hat? I, I would say the answer is yes, but obviously, uh, Garrett, go ahead and tell uh, Jason a little bit more about yourself. Well, I don't know what white hat means. A good um, guy. It's a generic term for a good guy. Well, I hope that uh, Paul called himself the worst of sinners, and my wife would know all of my my flaws. So I'm definitely, you know, I'm not, I'm not a good guy in the absolute sense of, uh, of in God's eyes, but the... Yes, President Trump knows who I am, and yes, I've had multiple conversations with him. One of my one of my colleagues is still with him to this day. Mm -hmm. He's been sent the report. I hope to give him a physical copy someday. I'm not sure that he would, you know, read 2,000 footnotes, but I love him dearly. And right now, he's the face of Make America Great Again. And, Absolutely, um, I'm going to support him wholeheartedly. You know. The president has a way of really triggering all groups of people, mm -hmm. and what that makes most people hate someone. But to me, that makes me attracted to someone. He has a way to stick. You know, have you ever seen that movie Inglorious Bastards? Oh, absolutely, it's great. Yeah, yeah. scene when that a very pretty German woman is in the vet clinic because she just got shot in the underground bar, mm -hmm. and 
the main character comes in there and he sticks his finger in her womb to start making her talk. Mm-hmm. That is what President Trump does every day. He sticks his wounds. He sticks his finger in the he's righteously. All mm-hmm. this is done righteously in in the wounds of American degeneracy. Mm-hmm. And he basically exposes uh, key truths that some people might not like the way he says it. But I find that to be uh, rare once in a generation. And I think he's the best president in a generation, probably, you know, probably five top, top five, top 10 all time. And people hate when I say that there's so much hatred towards him. But once if people are hated like that, I'm attracted to him. I am the same way. And you will find common ground with myself and my audience. I I feel the exact same way. And let me just say, you know, I, I, Garrett and I became acquainted while he was still working at the White House. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I wouldn't have asked him here. It really helped us. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. You know, and all of your efforts. And I have, I have at the end of this, don't let me forget, Zach, I have to thank you for introducing me to a a certain man named Derek Alanis. We can get to that later. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that's worked out. So Derek is a great guy as well. And uh, also Jason said, oh, Peter Navarro is a true patriot. And if Navarro trusts Garrett, then I trust him. God bless. Yeah. You're on the right track, Jason. You're on the right track. Yeah, Peter told me, uh, one time, you know, I kind of count him. I, Peter looked at me as sort of like his nephew, his, mm-hmm. uh, his unofficial nephew. And I look at Peter as sort of like an unofficial uncle, uh, very v- weird guy, just like me, lovely guy, uh, completely above board, went through his own political evolution. He was a liberal from California. And then he discovered all the negative influence of the Chicoms and had the humility to correct course, which most older guys don't have is humility. Yeah. Yeah. I love Peter. I think I think Peter's great too, uh, and what they're trying to do to him right now is absolutely disgusting. Um, Somebody asked me if he saw the report. I was like, uh, he's in basically trial mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> with the midterms coming up just next week, yeah. um, have you also approached the slate of America First candidates? Uh, that are running for office in in either the House or the Senate, uh, in perhaps anticipation of them winning those races. So one of the first things they can do is walk in with your report and uh, and demand action. I have, but unofficially, meaning I don't do it through Marco Polo because we're a 501c3. So when I reach out to them, I'm always talking not as the founder of Marco Polo, which is basically an OSINT collective. Mm -hmm. That's a very leftist phraseology I just used, and it it gaslights the left because they use things like OSINT collective. So I always like to use their own terms on it. So Marco Polo is basically an OSINT collective. So I don't reach out to them as somebody who runs that nonprofit. I reach out to them privately. But get this. This is going to be a perfect fit to your question. Adam Laxalt, who I don't know from Adam, and I'm not <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> I don't know him from uh, I don't know him from Adam, and I don't. I obviously prefer him over Masto, who's going to feature prominently in this story. I'm going to tell you, but I didn't know him at all, and they didn't coordinate with me at all for any leftist watching. But they used our site. They used BidenLaptopEmails.com and searched the name of their opponent. Lisa Masto, who's running for Senate, and her husband's name. And sure as shit, there's like a decade of correspondence. (laughs) Paul Masto reaches out to Hunter and acts like a spurned high school girlfriend. He's like, well, I didn't get a call back from your dad's office the other day. I guess he's not going to be needing security when he comes to Vegas. Like, (laughs) So he had Hunter because he runs a security company, and he's a former Secret Service agent. So the husband of the incumbent Nevada senator was sucking the teeth of the Biden gravy train 
And they didn't coordinate with us, but it's what every candidate should be doing. I did put a very short video out in a nonpartisan manner because they're going to be going after our nonprofit designation. I guarantee you one yeah. of the 87,000 is going to be <laughs> auditing everything. I've classified each and every expense we've done. I'm, we're, we're releasing that whole thing because they're going to be going after us. And I said, just search the candidate's name that you want to vote for and search the opponent of the candidate that you want to vote for and mm -hmm. see if they're in the laptop. It's 128,000 emails because if you wanted a favor from Joe, you didn't go to Joe. Everything went through Hunter or his business partner, Eric Schwerin, who's mm -hmm. featured in dozens of federal felonies in our report, not just jaywalking, Zach. These are felonies. These are the things that put Paul Manafort in, a pin, in the pen, put him in a brown shirt and gave him a mugshot. You know, that's what I would love to see. Not that I not that I hate Hunter in an absolute sense and hunt, want Hunter to suffer uh, hell, per se, but I do want Hunter to go to prison because that will mean that there is a modicum of justice in yes. this country. And right now we don't have it. It's like one more thing I'll say about Marco Polo specifically is most people get some people get mad at us because we can't arrest people. They say, Garrett, you lay this out beautifully. You even have the the air the airplane ticket that the woman who gave Hunter the foot job used to get to his hotel, the Lombardi in Manhattan. But the, we're not seeing any consequences from this, Garrett. And I said, well, our bar is right here, which is truth, mm -hmm. which is not an easy bar to hit because it's tough and there's nuance and life is messy. But what they're wanting us to do as a nonprofit is go even one step above that, which is justice. And that's very hard. And Jesus actually never promised justice on this side of heaven. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we haven't gotten it. We've gotten justice sometimes in the United States and our system of government is probably the best ever at achieving that, or it was, mm -hmm. but all we can do is provide the truth. And then what I do is carpet bomb that truth to the people who can effectuate justice. Yes. We put the contact information for, for five different sheriffs of five different counties for the states. We put the state statute. So even if Joe, if even if Hunter's daddy pardons him for all the federal crimes he committed, they can't pardon him for state level offenses. So we put that statute in the report. I That's thought of great. everything because I, we've been peppered for a year because I, all these doomers appear in my comment section. Mm-hmm. Some of them are kind. Some of them are assholes. I don't, you know, and I, I, I deal with it as it comes, but they've peppered me, some of which had very good questions of, you know, have you looked at state level crimes? Because Joey can't pardon those. And so this is sort of an amalgamation of all of those righteous suggestions and tough questions that have come at me through over a year. Well, that's great. You know, what you guys have been able to do with what, less than $40,000? Uh, well, I took yeah in 2021 I I took home less than 40,000. I took home ha less than half. We're releasing this this month because I just got the taxes done for 2021. Yeah. We got an extension. Overall, we collected through small dollar gifts. Our budget was 175. Mm -hmm. We collected uh 142. And remember, the Mueller report was $16 million and took twice as long. That's it's exactly what I was going to compare it to. <laughs> so we were very judicious. I traveled as little as possible. There's no overhead besides my fiber internet. I work from home in my home office here. And it's sanguine. I love it. I love the setup. We don't waste money. And we did the report for $142,000. I made less than half of that, which is literally the U.S. median salary for an adult white male. It's <laughs> <laughs> as a 26 year old and you know what we did was righteous we paid contractors to do certain things like run private investigative reports on people we basically 
looked at the Biden laptop as a prime candidate for PIs to mm-hmm. come through. This thing has so much PII. Yeah. We we redacted it out, but it has the social security numbers of the entire US first family. Hunter would put Hunter would put his Hunter put he would he not just would, Hunter did put his children's social security numbers in their contact card in his what? phone. Like just basic stuff, meaning the, wow. the his father's positions act didn't change his own behavior. You would think somebody would brief him by now. Be like, Fang Fang or a variant thereof is going to come at you and try to take your pants off, okay? Don't do it because there's going to be cameras lodged in that hotel room. And he mm-hmm. did it. He admits to it. So he has zero concern for blackmail, not just for his own family, but for the United States writ large. The family's totally comped. Not my opinion. Read our report. If anybody doesn't, you know, if you don't know me today, take a look at the report, read all 630 pages and say, there's not a legitimate blackmail concern on behalf of the Bidens. Oh, you're absolutely correct. And as somebody who has looked into this very deeply for the last several years, uh, I mean, it's in black and white. There is no way around it. You know, what really upsets me is the characterization in the mainstream media. They always go back to that tax bill. That's the least of any of the problems that we have. And the gun. You know, and it's over, okay? It's already been paid. The IRS, I don't think they're going to do anything about it. There is talk now about potentially Hunter being indicted, but have you heard anything behind the scenes about if if, if Hunter is going to be indicted for anything, what they might actually go after him for before this next congressional session? I don't think it'll be before the Congress takes power on January 3rd. If they okay. get him for anything, and we do this report, not because we think David Weiss is going to hold Hunter to account, but to show the country all the material. Remember the backstory about me getting a laptop. Even before that, the FBI collected the physical device on mm-hmm. December 9th, 2019, through a grand jury subpoena. That means they had to con- convince Hunter's, a, a grand jury of Hunter's peers in the state of Delaware, that this thing had fruits of crimes on it. Mm-hmm. So they collected the physical laptop. It's probably at the bottom of a river right now. What I have is a copy of that. Mm-hmm. What Rudy had was a copy of that. And so uh, it's it's the breadth and depth is fascinating. We went through each text message, and it's just a family in disarray. Joe is the patriarch of a family of drunk sex addicts and drug abusers. Not my opinion. Seven of them have been to rehab. There's a secret niece that we discovered, Zach, through this mm. investigation. Joe has a secret niece that's not even acknowledged on obituaries. Who? Her, name, her name's Megan. She's a nurse practitioner in suburban Virginia. She's turned out well probably uh, because she had nothing to do with the Biden family growing up. Is this but like no, an illegitimate child of Jim? or Frank? Okay, it okay. It's Frankie. Frankie is yeah. the most pathetic of the siblings. Yeah. Frankie is the, is the youngest and in fact, at, at the age of 49, he got arrested in your state, Florida. Frankie got arrested for trying to steal two DVDs at Blockbuster. He was drunk. <laughs> he, can, I, can I tell he What was a degenerate. Drunk. <laughs> he was drunk as a skunk and put rabbit-proof fence in they down the front of his pants and tried to walk out of a Blockbuster. We have the police report. We made an open records request and got Frankie Biden's mugshot. It's in our, it's in our report. I'm surprised they didn't get it sealed. (laughs) We got got the president's because it's from 2004 and only nerds like me and Linda, who's a lovely volunteer on our team, looked it up. Um, Linda's fantastic. Shout out to Linda. She's the one who helped me discover Megan. 
there was one online bio of Frank that mentioned Megan. All mm. that meant, all that was said, Zach, was that she was a nurse practitioner in Virginia, and her name was Megan. We went to the HHS government database and looked up everybody who has a nurse practitioner license whose name is Megan in Virginia. There were 77. Me and Linda went through 77 people and found her on number 71 of the 77. It took wow. us months. So, and, and yeah. did you guys reach out to her or did you just investigate did, to make sure? Would, yeah, we, we reached out to her. We reached out to her ex-husband who mm-hmm. told me uh, he's not interested in talking. Her mm-hmm. ex-husband went to West Point. His name is Wesley White. He lives in Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's comfortable now. She's a very pretty girl. Looks like Ashley Biden without the uh, cocaine influence. So right. she doesn't look emaciated. Yeah. And Ashley Biden looks like a skeleton. It's very sad what, what happened to Ashley, although she's not uh, – innocent in her own right in all respects no. so it's really a tour de force of the first family meaning let's say you have no interest in the foreign agent registration act mm-hmm. jonathan Hurley should but he's, he's a law professor who's written good stuff on this but I've, yes i'm quite familiar with him yeah yeah i didn't know if your listeners know but i, yeah. I love him and yeah. and you know he should be interested in this miranda divine did a whole article on us very short but she says this is footnoted there's been nothing like this it's a thorough forensic that nobody's ever seen before on america there's been biographies written about presidents, of course, Zach, probably even more thorough than ours, but they come 30 years later. Right. We did while he's the president, and I got it done, although late, before the first midterms. Mm-hmm. Those first terms, they have to hate us. Oh, yeah. Kevin has to absolutely – if you were – if I was – if somebody like me was after one of – a client of yours, mm-hmm. you got to hate me because – I, if there, we haven't found his shame yet though. Hunter has, 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 uh, expressed no remorse. He's not apologized to anybody for anything. The only thing that they say is that Hunter had a drug problem. He doesn't apologize for calling his stepmother a C-U-N-T. Mm-hmm. His brother's widow is C-U-N-T. Uh, he's, we have a, we have a page of quotes. Can I read a couple of them? Real sure, quick? sure. Please, uh, please do. On page 643. It's the second to last page. Uh, these are a couple of quotes from Hunter Biden. We put the person he's speaking to and the date in which he said it and all of it's documented in the report. He tells a Russian prostitute uh, that I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. That's what he says. This is to his ex-wife who had stage four cancer at the time. Let's have you shut the fuck up and go for a run and maybe get Uber Eats with Maisie off my account. That's Maisie's his daughter. Uh, God is, quote, just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened, end quote. That's to his attorney, George Messiris, on January 1st, 2019. Why am I going into this? Hunter went through 16 years of Catholic school. Mm -hmm. What does he think God is? So get this. The son of your president, if you're an American watching this, thinks that God is just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened. Not my words. His words. One, One more. I can't. This is to his brother's widow. I can't wait to watch you beg me to f you. I can't wait for you to sit alone and wonder why you had to be such a c u and t. Why you suck some fat husbands you had to marry because you can't take care of yourself. If you were to die tomorrow, I wouldn't shed a single tear. How I effing was seduced by a middle aged w h o r e like you is beyond me. F my stepmother for always being as much of a selfish, silly, entitled c u and t as you. It's just fascinating to get this lens inside of his brain. I mean, everything that he does and says seems to be like completely devoid 
of any self-reflection or like like context uh, as to like you know what he's been through in his own life he doesn't care about anybody else it's only hunter and whatever the the larger needs of the biden crime family are here's something that i'm really interested to know and a lot of people have speculated on this did him leaving the laptop and uh, or the contents you know yeah. uh, contained therein at mac isaac's computer shop do you think that was simply an act of just drunken idiocy? Like, did, did he just go on a six-month bender and forget about the fact that he had dropped this stuff off? Because it's been widely speculated that maybe Hunter, perhaps subliminally or either, you know, directly, uh, didn't want Joe Biden to run for president. Like, maybe he knew that there was a distinct reality a danger of all of this stuff coming out and that could just blow up their spot for lack of a better term it has been speculated that that he did it on purpose but there's simply no evidence for it and there's mm-hmm. a lot of evidence for the contrary so what i think happened was he brought three devices into mac isaac's shop he was so high on coke and remember this isn't your rich guy at the u of i snorting blow with a hundred dollar bill hunter right. smoked crack which means if his dad's if his daddy's laws were applied equally to him he would go to the pen for a mandatory five-year sentence just like all the blacks that he imprisoned mm-hmm. but hunter hunter first of all to answer the second part of your question we have multiple text messages both to hallie to joe himself this is a direct quote from from hunter to joe if you run this is february 24th 2019 if you don't run i'll never have a chance at redemption so okay hunter wants joe to run he says it in audio in text message to multiple people and we know that he left he brought multiple devices to mcisaac and he was drunk when he did it Mm -hmm. based on mcisaac's own testimony in court documents not my opinion southern southern district of florida uh, 2021 Mm -hmm. he lost that case because he is a retarded attorney but that's another matter everything points to hunter not just being drunk which he was but being so taken by crack cocaine that he simply forgot to pick up one of the three devices because Mac Isaac gave him an external keyboard that allowed him to access the data that he wanted to get. Mm. All three were waterlogged. One of them was waterlogged only in the keyboard. So he gave him an external keyboard, by the way, never gave him his keyboard back. He actually owes Mac Isaac 80 bucks, (laughs) but um, he never came back in for it, brought in an external hard drive. So get this, not only did he come back, uh or not only did he go to mac isaac's shop for anybody who still believes this theory let's say well garrett i don't believe hunter said that it's in the report but let's say you don't believe it you don't believe what's in right in front of you mac isaac not only went to or hunter went to mac isaac's shop yes to drop it off but two days later hunter came back to the shop to give him an external drive because mac isaac wanted to put all of the data that he was going to extract to for hunter as a service mm-hmm. on the external hard drive so hunter Hunter did remember to come back and and give him the external hard drive, which means that he did want that data off there. He didn't want to just give it to Mac Isaac and never come back. Mm -hmm. So what I think happened is he went to California. Three weeks after he drops his laptop off, he meets a South African woman named Melissa Cohen, marries her six days later on a rooftop. (laughs) This is a guy who's completely out of it. Yeah, I haven't been around too many high people in my life. Uh, marijuana is one thing, but like crack very- cocaine is a very different beast. And I think and that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. this isn't your buddy at college's weed. No. Like, I've never I've never been around 
a few times in public, but I've never, I've never been around somebody who is privately laced with Coke. Yeah. Uh, and based on my people, what have based on what people have said to me, it can make you a different beast. Mm-hmm. So all in, let's say this, people can speculate whatever they want to, and it's not a sin to speculate. All I'm saying is that all of the hard evidence to date shows that he forgot this thing and he wanted his pop to run for president because now he can sell art pieces for $500,000. Now, yeah. does that say that I don't think Hunter secretly has portions of him to hate his dad? Oh, of yeah. course he does. That's all. That's also in the report. Mm-hmm. We put that in the report about how Joe uses him as the bag man. Yeah. There's definitely some subliminal in- envy, but guess what? Without Joe, Hunter's, you know, Hunter is probably in jail by yeah, now. Yeah, he'd, he'd be another junkie on Skid Row. You know, yes. and the thing about crack cocaine that is even different from like powder cocaine is that it can completely take over your life. Like it, I think pretty much most people watching the show like are, are like you. They've never been around somebody like that. They don't have any type of experience or, or level of understanding. But people who are in that situation can very easily lose weeks at a time. I mean, they just get caught up in that flow, I guess, you know, the pattern of behavior. And when you're somebody like Hunter with an unlimited supply of money and drugs and prostitutes and, and you know, victims of human trafficking, and, uh, and, and you're also being protected by Secret Service and a bunch of rich and powerful people, I mean, they were enabling his behavior. They were allowing him to live that kind of sordid life, and he certainly was going along with it. I mean, you know, he 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 obviously documented virtually every aspect of his twisted existence. This is another question I have for you, because I uh, on uh, on one of those videos with him and a prostitute, uh, he's talking about another laptop that the the Russians have. And so I'm wondering if you were able to find any information out about that. And secondly, beyond that, are, is all of the video on that laptop from, from Mac Isaac's shop, was that all just taken by Hunter? Or was some of that surreptitiously filmed and given to him as evidence of potential blackmail? To the second question, there's no evidence that anybody was blackmailing him at that time. Okay. Saying it wasn't happening. There's yeah. no evidence on the laptop proving that. I'm sure the Chicoms have their own stash. Right. Based on his visits there, documented in going back to 2011. But we called the woman that he was talking to in that film. Her name's mm-hmm. Kellyanne Quarry. There's an active warrant for her arrest out in Pennsylvania right now. You can look her up. She's in the report. We don't do this to shame her. We do this for for uh, for basically Congress to say if you really want to know. All that happened that night, you need to call Kelly and Corey because that's the woman he's talking to in the video where he right. said that the Russians told – and he gives a full rundown, which we quote. He was passed out face down in a pool in a penthouse in Vegas, the Palms Casino Resort, drunk as a skunk. And this – what he – woman called pure – he called her a pure brunette. She distracted him while the Russian drug dealers took a third laptop. So he's left – this also supports – this is also evidence to say that he didn't just – forget or purposely forget his laptop in mac Isaac's shop mm-hmm. he forgot one at keith uh keith ablo's place his psychiatrist in massachusetts and he got one stolen from him in vegas so there's three separate laptop sagas all in a nine month span it's incredible it's a bad year 
<laughs> Hunter, uh, Hunter admits on Jimmy Kimmel that he couldn't keep track of whether he was wearing pants for a time. Yeah. So this yeah. is not somebody he lost his iPhone, Zach, 57 times based on <laughs> emails. We we typed in find my iPhone and not just for his children, but Hunter lost Hunter lost track of his iPhone 57 times. Oh my gosh. So and then again, think about all of the limited they're not even limited hangouts. They're like miniature hangouts that Joe has said. Mm-hmm. Let's let's look at it this way. Let's say let's let's posit that Joe admitted to the public, hey. My son is going to go to Montana and he's going to be in a cabin and he's just going to take some time away. It's been very difficult for him. He has problems. That'd be one thing. I wouldn't stop the report, but I'd at least Joe, I would think Joe has a modicum of honesty in him, but mm-hmm. no, he said Hunter was the smartest man he knows from yeah. a pure intellectual capacity. So they take positions that are ridiculous. Why couldn't Joe take a nuanced approach and say, you know what? You don't have any direct evidence yet uh, of Hunter and I talking about Shokin. We have direct evidence of Joe talking with Petro Poroshenko and mm-hmm. John Kerry about firing Shokin. But let's, but let's say he took a nuanced approach and was actually you know, smart. But no, he says that he's never talked to Hunter about his foreign business dealings ever. So he takes positions that invite me to just decimate them, like positions that are so obviously bullshit. That that only somebody who believes in his gaslighting buys. Of course, they talked about his foreign business deals. Kenneth Rakashev, Karim Masimov, Miguel Aliman, um, Vuk Jeremich. I'm I'm gonna get all of them here real quick. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Bolger, Jin, Michael Lin. He goes by Michael's Jun Liang Lin, Zhang Jianjun. All these figures, Joe knows. He knows them, and so. The Bob Alinsky helped us for, for, I talked to him on the phone for a couple hours at the start of 2022. Um, tough guy to get along with, but I really respect his courage coming forward. And we praise him in the report for telling the truth. Bob Alinsky's not completely innocent. He signed up to spread the Belt and Road Initiative mm-hmm. in the United States. But when, when things came to it, he did fess up and tell the truth. Now, it could have been that he was afraid he was going to get pinched uh by all this but guess what he came and fessed up when it mattered and that means that he actually cares about the united states even if yeah he's an international businessman which means a globalist businessman so absolutely well i'm glad that you uh you addressed that because i specifically wondered if you guys had had contact with tony bobolinsky i've reached out to him at some of the publicly available email addresses i don't know if he's still using them and i haven't heard anything back but i I always thought he would be an interesting person to interview specifically within this context i I'll go through somebody else to try to set that up. Bob respects my group and the work we do. He just is a very authoritative, he's a very domineering figure. Mm -hmm. So once we got to start, once we started talking for hours on end and I would pepper him with questions, you know, he kind of expected me to like, just do what he said. And like, he sort of expected me to get sign off from him of of whether I was going to publish something. It was weird. Yeah. So I just sort of disengaged. And, but the most important thing is that he told the truth and everything's backed up. And we talk about the five FBI agents who interviewed Bobolinsky for hours and they have a videotaped interview of him on October 23rd, 2020. And they didn't do anything about it. We know all their agents' names. We put their pictures up. We don't dox them. Somebody accused me of doxing an FBI agent. So ridiculous. We don't, we don't put their phone number or anything, but we have 
the pup personal phone number, which is covered by the statute. We do put their work phone number because you pay for it, Zach, and I mm-hmm. pay for it. So the FBI agents in there, Garrett Churchill, Julio Arsene, Jim Dawson, Bill Novak, all these people have names and histories and you know faces, and they need to be questioned, preferably under oath, about what they knew and when, because they they literally had a miscarriage of justice. It's so blatant what Hunter did. And we need to get him. If you're asking, if you're wondering, Zach, or any of your viewers, okay, so what does Garrett want? Hunter should immediately get indicted on a, it should be a multiple, almost 15 count indictment on money laundering, man act violations, um, FAR violations, uh, working with a foreign, representing a foreign government. So not just 22 USC 612, which is FARA, but 18 USC section 951, which is what Maria Bettina got charged for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not just working on behalf of a foreign principle. You're at the direction of a foreign government, which we proved multiple times, not just in Serbia, but also in China when he, when he was working on Xi Jinping's visit in September of 2015. Well, I mean, not he call him the, 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 the spy, the freaking spy chief of China? He uses a stronger word, but... Yeah, we have proof based on court transcripts that Patrick Ho, I mentioned the MCC, the Metropolitan Correction Center earlier. Patrick Ho calls one of his CCP allies while he's in prison. Mm-hmm. This is a, They got an official Chinese translator to do this and put it in the public court documents, which you cite. And he says to get the upper brass of the CPC involved, which they call it the CPC, it's the CCP, Chinese mm-hmm. Communist Party. So we have Hunter Biden's business partner, which based on a contract was paid – paid him $1 million. And from the Metropolitan Correction Center, which is totally bugged, he says, get the upper brass, the CCP involved. They win 90% of the cases, which means if the feds bring a case against you, you're only going to get off 10% of the time. Wow. So uh, that is absurd. So not just not, they, they not only got a, fi- a FISA warrant on him, Zach, which we're still digging on and trying to get a copy of for Patrick Ho, because all of his calls are bugged. Hunter's Hunter and Jimmy Biden's calls with Patrick Ho are all bugged. He was on FISA surveillance. Yeah. You know, which they illegally did to Carter Page, but they actually did a just one on Patrick Ho. I'd love to hear those calls. Man, I, I was I, I was wondering if you had done open records requests would, or FOIA requests. You can't because it's protected. Okay. You'd have to get a leak. Um, somebody probably on my team would give their left nut for one of those. <laughs> I would love to hear Hunter talking to Patrick Ho about, you know. This not good, Hunter. This guy, you know, they're going to take Yejing Ming now. Like it's so, it's so sick what he did. And you know, if if he has shame, we're going to find it. I'm going to keep chiseling. We're basically doing digital archaeology. That's what I've termed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep chiseling. And uh, there's no limit to what we can find here. This guy had such bad opsec. I mean, his daughter just left her wallet in a parking lot in L.A. So recently. This, in august we put in the report all that is they have terrible opsec their yeah. behavior hasn't changed even though the family's patriarch is the most powerful man in the world they don't care they'll wow. leave shit everywhere it's so, disgusting so what about uh, we've already spoken briefly yeah. about the relationship he had with uh the widow of his dead brother but there's also been speculation about an inappropriate relationship with his niece Uh, And, um, you know, and obviously a lot of people have speculated that uh, there was uh, something at least akin to child pornography that was on there. I believe Chanel Rion had kind of made an allusion to the presence of child pornography. Well, what can you tell us about that specific area of criminal activity? It's a very good question. We address this over 22 pages of the report is about this controversy. 
what we know for a very for a fact, what is like the base level crimes is that eleven people violated the law and did not report accusations of of child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely proven. We put all their text messages there. The niece's mother, who is Hunt, the 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 widow of Hunter's brother, accused Hunter, according to Hunter's own words, of being sexually inappropriate with his niece, walking around naked, smoking crack, and FaceTiming girls while naked around her underage niece who was 13 at the time. And then Hunter backed up the phones that belonged to his niece and his brother's widow to his own laptop. So all of the risque selfies that this, that this niece took, there's no evidence that she sent those selfies to Hunter, but Hunter had him had those selfies on his computer. And it wasn't a couple of people have made mistakes about how they got it on his computer. It wasn't that they were on the same iCloud. Hunter used a forensics tool, a COTS off commercial off the shelf forensics tool called Dr. Phone. Okay. Dr. F O N E. People can go get it right now. And uh, he manually backed up his, his niece's iPhone and his, his brother's widow's iPhone to his laptop, which means he made a conservative, concerted effort to get those photos on his phone. To be a creep. To be a creep. And remember, most people don't realize. childhood some child some underage nudity in the united states is not illegal mm-hmm. let me give you an example a baby's bottom let's say like right. you have a cute baby you know one year old and you have and moms like to get pictures sometimes of them like uh you know standing with without pants like it and sure. it sounds weird to talk about but basically like you know the old paintings in the 16th century where there'd be like a french woman she'd be in a pasture with yeah. a bunch of like bucolic scenery and there'd be cherubs there but that's not what's on hunter's laptop so right. we're saying we're taking a very nuanced approach which is they're sexually suggestive photos of his underage niece on his laptop but we have no proof that they were sent to him by her but there's also the fact that he manually backed up that phone to his laptop. And so we gave it to law enforcement, as mm-hmm. did Rudy Giuliani on October. We put this in the report in the timeline. On October 20th, 2020, Rudy Giuliani gave a copy of his laptop. The FBI already had it for 10 months, but he gave a copy to the Wilmington County Sheriff, who then gave it to the Delaware State Police. So it's already been in law enforcement's hands. And what? so it's been a cover up. But playing devil's advocate and being a left-wing debunker, there are certain photos that are sexually suggestive but wouldn't pass the what is called the DOST test, mm-hmm. D-O-S-T. People can go look this up. It's not a statute, but it is a, a test that district courts in the United States have used to gauge whether or not a photo is child sexual material, okay? Mm-hmm. Just like that, you know, the picture of a baby's bottom on a diaper ad is not illegal, but, you know, pictures of nudity of a 14-year-old girl, depending on the setting, should right. be. So what we know for sure, that I took four minutes to answer your question. What we know for sure, we list the names and the contact information of the 11 people who were mandated reporters, including the sitting president of the United States, who didn't report allegations of sexual impropriety mm-hmm. by her own mother. That and- is the absolute floor. And is is she the biological daughter of of Bo, or was she the the widow's child from a previous marriage? Very good question. She is the biological daughter of Bo. I'm not saying her name, but it's yeah. the she just. There's a very ironic, sick video that the president just posted to his personal Twitter page of this girl finally becoming 18. 
Oh, is that the one where he grabs her boob on stage? Oh, my God. That is the same niece where he kisses her on the lips, grabs her boob, then goes and votes with her and says, it's her first vote. God love her. Like, he sounds like a total creep. You know how how he whispers into the mic? He's like, I got them 40 billion. It sounds like a (laughs) horror movie. I I wrote the bill. Sounds freaking creepy. It is super creepy. That's the same girl. Wow. That's uh, it, that's awful. He's totally broken. If you look at it, yeah. I don't know what. How do you pronounce this? It's like VSCO. It's a photo app. Okay. All the girls like that. It's like the new thing for college girls. They don't use Instagram as much. They use VSCO. Somebody in your chat will know what it is. Okay. If you look at that girl's VSCO, she's eighteen now. She turned eighteen in August. One of my friends joked that Hunter's no longer interested. She turned eighteen in August. Um, it's it's a wreck. That girl is totally broken. I take no pleasure in saying that. And that's why we're very conservative in our pronouncements. So those photos, because everybody, there was, there were a couple of feds in my comment sections. Like, well, why are you doing a report on the laptop? It has questionable pictures on it. Those pictures have already been given. It's not to local state and federal law enforcement. Mm-hmm. The FBI already collected the laptop. It was given to the sheriff's department in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, it's called Newcastle County, Newcastle County Sheriff. And it's been given to Delaware State Police. So on that question in spe- specifically, it's ambiguous. All mm-hmm. we know is that they committed a state felony by not reporting it. Mm-hmm. And two of those people were licensed therapists who have a higher degree of compliance mm-hmm. for that issue. That's, Carly that's... Dolan and Keith Abloh. They should, people should go email them today. Send them, send them, they should send them this interview, email those two therapists and say, if Garrett, if what is Garrett is, if what Garrett is saying is not true, you should sue him. If it is true, what you did was illegal. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they have a duty to at least investigate. Yeah, that's you know? what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. We're saying that, that um, they did, they didn't do the bare minimum. Hunter told his sister about this, told his mother, told his father told his uncle Jimmy, told his two therapists. He told everybody, he told a half, he told almost a dozen people, 11 people. I mean, it's like he wanted to, to like he was almost bragging about the possibility that it could have been real. I mean, like, why yeah. would you repeat that to somebody? Well, I think that he was saying, I think that there are also pictures of Hunter naked on the phone, on the laptop that were taken by a phone in which there's selfies of the underage niece within hours later on the same device. So when I say forensics, like this is a forensic examination of the laptop, Zach, people may not know what that means. That means we literally put the file name from the phone as the photo caption in the report, and it's by date. And sometimes the metadata for the photo is in the title, like the latitude and longitude. Yeah. So there's one in the degeneracy subsection of the endnotes, which you put in the endnotes, meaning that things we can't prove that are crimes or else they'd be in the sex crime section. Mm-hmm. It's on page 609. There's a picture of Hunter naked uh, that was taken at 7.52 a.m. At thir- at 1.30 p.m. on the very same device, it's an Apple iPhone 6S. His underage niece is taking a selfie. So even if she didn't take that photo, let's say it's the best case scenario. From a morality perspective, let's say the underage niece didn't take the selfie of Hunter or the picture of Hunter naked. If she was taking selfies on that phone, you can be almost certain you would see it in the photo. The camera roll. Yeah, yeah. Like, who sees their uncle naked as a thirteen-year-old girl? Like, 
in in walking watching walking around smoking crack facetiming naked girls he loved to do these cam shows he spent as much as a minimum wage worker in indiana makes in 2021 on just a cam site cams.com wow <laughs> it's just absolutely insane um okay okay uh garrett garrett we are uh we're, we're at 117 I, I was wondering if you might be willing to take a couple oh, of calls as today. many i love these okay all right all right so what i'm gonna do guys is i'm gonna put the uh the number up on the screen and actually i need to uh grab the call information but we, we will take a couple of calls i i was uh i knew that you guys would probably want to talk to garrett on this now garrett well, so I've I've had a you know a couple of other people that have been associated with the Hunter Biden laptop on the show before. Um, obviously, you guys, in my opinion, have been the most successful. I mean, because you've actually produced a product, and uh, and you have you know you you have a real opportunity here to uh, to do something. Um, you know, Miranda Devine, you mentioned she's never been on the show. She wrote a book. But um, I would think she'd be talking more about it. I, I mean, she could easily write a sequel just uh, using your your report as uh, as cliff notes. I Miranda has been very very helpful to me in private. Yeah. Has talked about our work three or four times in public. Uh, has written stories on the subpoena that we got in January twenty twenty two. And Miranda has been very helpful to me while drafting it. Um, and she wrote a, a, a standalone call, meaning she didn't just mention it in passing. Um, so I'm appreciative to everything, but you got to remember some people still will just look at my age mm-hmm. and not look at the, the data that we assembled. Right. Yeah. So once people actually read this report, they won't, they won't hold my age against me because it took a lot of sobriety and work to be able to go through and log all this, especially in a family that has so much mainstream support, so much press, so much support in the mainstream press. Sorry. Yeah. Meaning like they can do no wrong in the eyes of NBC. So is that, I, 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 I'll be honest. I I have been confused by the apparent like animosity regarding your presence in this thing. I mean, I, I look at it and I, you know, you're an American hero as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you have devoted your life in the last couple of years to getting out one of the most important stories to proving something that the entirety of the mainstream media covered up. Uh, elements of the United States government worked very hard to ensure would never see the light of day. Uh, I lost my channel and my my Twitter account over it. You know, I don't see how anybody could uh, ha- be upset with you about this. You know, well, I mean, I like, it's like, don't shoot the messenger, back. you know? Yeah, I can go into the backstory. I, um, so there's only a couple people that really don't like what we're doing and it's all for selfish reasons obviously there's jack maxi who lied about how i got the laptop and what i've been doing with it um and i again i've asked for any evidence that he has again against me to come forth and Mm. he's produced none and he's given all these promises to people that he's going to produce this information and data and he never does so we actually just let our work on on hit on that matter i let the work do the talking The, the report is indisputable the other people are Mac Isaac's attorney does not like me because he's not conservative. He thinks I'm doing this as a political job. It's a 501c3. If I wanted to be, if I wanted to do political action, I would have set up a 501c4 yeah. and I would have raised money for candidates based on the content of the device. That's not what I'm doing. And and uh, thirdly, so there's Mac Isaac, there's Yakov Applebaum, who's a basically 
uh, former IDF soldier, like very dual dual loyalties. He is a Mossad subcontractor based on statements he made to his friend. And he doesn't like me because I don't kiss anybody's ass. Mm-hmm. So if, it, if, if somebody is fair to me, even if they're 10 years younger than me, I'm very respectful. And I call them sir, and I just treat them with respect. Conversely, if somebody's 30 years older than me, but they're a blowhard showboat, I tell them to F off. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who they are. That's like with the thing there's been talked about, you know, Gary, you really ought to go on um, on the war room. We dissect the lies that were spread about this laptop by the guy who partly funds the war room, Miles Guo in G News. They're not going to have me on. This is so, actually I wanted to specifically ask about this. What has been reported uh, that was disinformation in regards to the laptop? absolutely verifiable Maria Malia Obama, the president's oldest, the president Obama's. He has two daughters. Malia yep. Obama is the oldest. There was a lie that was – we cite the reports that they published. We found them on Archive PH, the fake reports that Malia Obama was having sex with Hunter Biden. The and there girl, was – and just for the audience's uh, edification, there was a, a picture of what I believe was like uh, supposed to be Malia Obama's driver's license and somehow next to something that identified Hunter in a pile yes, of coke. A credit card, and that yeah. credit card mm-hmm. surfaced in a tweet in December of 2019. So – we take the nuanced approach and the true approach, which is, which is this. We think the credit card is Malia Obama's. Mm-hmm. She was at a party and somebody did take her, take the picture of her credit card next to Coke. There's just nothing in the laptop about it. It's not in the laptop. So yeah. we're not saying that Malia Obama doesn't snort Coke. She probably does considering sure. her father did for years. <laughs> All we're saying is that the girl in the photo on the laptop that looks like Malia, her name's Aaron Strotter. Mm-hmm. She was a track standout at UNLV and Hunter paid her. Uh, for sex and he mm-hmm. he disguised it as payments for consulting and she's in a suspicious activity report mm-hmm. that was delivered to the u.s department of treasury and she looks exactly like Malia obama from from the back and she was buck naked so um that's that was line number one malia okay. obama was not on the laptop but we think it is her credit card she just wasn't in the laptop just not Remember connected that? to the laptop still yeah. probably doing coke i mean that's yeah. you know that, that's that's Duriger for right. the uh for the washington elite <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. And number two, uh, they said the actress from Mulan was the one who gave the foot job to Hunter in the Lombardi that he that he that he taped. It's not true. Her name's Joanna Rush. Okay. Uh, she was she was uh, nineteen at the time. She's from California. He shipped her in from California. It's a Clear Man Act violation. Mm-hmm. And uh, her name's Joanna Rush. And so there's the actress from Mulan. Another lie by G News. The actress from Mulan is not in the laptop. And I've had to address so many of these lies on true social because they think i'm like covering something up sure there was another one where hunter was by a stripper pole and the girl looked younger but what they don't see is the photos that are put on social media are just it's just one out of a string of 20 Mm -hmm. and the other 19 show the girl's tattoos Mm -hmm. and she's clearly of age and we have the wire transfer so those are three verifiable lies that came from g news from Miles Guo. Now, I'm not saying that Guo doesn't hate Xi Jinping, but just because somebody hates Xi Jinping doesn't mean they hate communism. Mm-hmm. So there's been no evidence to suggest that that Guo just doesn't hate the current regime in the, in the CCP. <laughs> but sure. he, there's there's no uh, – I haven't heard him praise like Thomas Jefferson, right? <laughs> There's like, yeah. I love Thomas Jefferson and I hate Xi Jinping. The dude could still be right here. He like loves – uh 
you know, Marxism, but just hate Xi Jinping. So sure. there's a lot of nuance lost in this. That's why I don't that's why I'm very particular on the interviews I go on, because I don't want to um, support and amplify people who I think are hucksters. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I appreciate the huckster. I'm yeah. saying the person who funded in part war room spread lies about the about the Biden laptop. Absolutely verifiable. And they had no editorial oversight. And it was a mess. And what that did was throw cold water on all of the other legitimate material of human trafficking, FARA violations. Right money laundering, and everything else. Let me ask you this. One of the uh, really kind of strange things to come out with the laptop was a a photograph that Hunter took of his own back, which seems to have a tattoo of the Finger Lakes on it. And that is uh, an area that is uh, uh, directly connected to reports of human trafficking and 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 the movement of uh, of women and children for uh, you know sexual purposes. Did you guys glean any further insight uh, from the contents of the laptop on that weird tattoo? Yes, we did. It's a it's a very good question. We actually put a footnote in the report about the prevalence of human trafficking in that area uh, because Hunter takes a screenshot of online pimping services on his iPhone when he was in Oneida, New York. Mm -hmm. which is the county that he's in. But there's another explanation to the tattoo. So again, a nuanced take. There is human trafficking in the Finger Lakes, but Hunter's mother is from a town in the Finger Lakes, the one who died in a car crash, Mm -hmm. uh, Neelia Hunter Biden. Um, She was from Skinny Adelies, which is actually the name of the shell company that Hunter still holds. Correct percent of that Chinese deal from. So it's an ode to his mother. And that's a recurring okay. theme through his laptop of, I don't, I, I never knew my mother. There's this part of me missing. I feel something missing. It's all just navel gazing to him. Yeah. He only brings it up when he gets in the corner, by the way, Hunter never brings up his drug abuse or his mother, unless he's done something wrong. And he wants to elicit sympathy on his, on the part of his interlocutor. So the, the tattoo is creepy. It looks like a lion's claw took you know just went right down his back and that's how the thing uh physiologically or um i'm not i'm not sure i'm getting the right word but from 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 uh from an ecological standpoint the the lakes are very intriguing and unique right Mm -hmm. like very rarely are these five long lakes right by each other so i can't explain that but i i do know that that it was based on where his mother was from and the fact that he went there every single year growing up in the summers and that was just sort of a uh longing I guess, for that part of the world. And he names his, all the shell companies, like for example, Rosemont Seneca. Mm-hmm. Rosemont is based on the estate outside of Pittsburgh that is associated and owned by the Heinz family. Seneca okay. is another one of the five finger lakes. So okay. there's a connection that Hunter had, and we know that he solicited prostitutes while he was in the vicinity of the finger lakes. And we put that uh, screenshot very quickly. I just want to show your listeners so they can go look up, look up the thing on their own. Okay. Um, on page uh, 236 on April 5th, 2017, uh, Hunter takes a screenshot of escorts in Albany, Oneida. So he's in that uh, Utica, New York, right, which is up by Cornell. That whole area is the Finger Lakes. And he was in that area and he was getting hookers online from that. Some of some of the hookers on that site will be trafficked. We put that in the report. The screenshot was taken on uh, on May 5th. Yep, we can see that right here. I've got it up on screen for people at home. Um, 
Okay, so it looks like we actually don't have any calls. That That's fine. Uh, that's no big deal. But, uh, oh, wait, somebody is on the line. Let's go ahead and bring them in. All right, caller, you're on the air. Can we get a name? Hey, it's Billy. How you doing, Reptil? I'm doing well, Billy. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, so what's on your mind regarding the Hunter Biden laptop, or what question do you have for Garrett? Well, first, I wanted to get Garrett's last name and then find out where I can find all of this information that he's putting out. Yeah, my last name is Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. Everything can be found on MarcoPoloUSA.org. And our, our organization is called Marco Polo, but some social media app scooped up the domain and we didn't want to pay $2 million because you didn't have $2 million. Mm-hmm. So Marco Polo USA was like seven bucks. So their organization is called Marco Polo. Our domain name is MarcoPoloUSA.org. Everything is on there from PDFs to other files. Hunter's browser history in which he uses the N-word multiple times to search for porn videos. And uh, any any uses the N word multiple times. So yeah, Garrett Ziegler. My name, my last name's uh, a tricky one. Most people botch it and say it Ziegler, but it's a Ziegler. Okay, well appreciate it. And it looks like you're doing a great job. And I don't care how young you are. I've seen eighteen year olds with brains on them. So I appreciate all the hard work you're doing. And you too, Red Pill. And uh, you. you guys have a great day. Thank you. All right. I appreciate, it. appreciate it. Thank you very much for your call. Uh, so all right, later, bro. Have a good one. We'll see you. All right. So in relation to the the tools and the information that you have available to people on the website. So there's a website. There's also a sub stack where people yes. can go to see uh, specific articles that have been written. But uh, let's go through the tools that are available because I would love it if the people in the audience who aren't already aware of all of this stuff that's available to them can go to the website and uh, maybe start digging through and comparing it to what you're seeing in the report and maybe determine how they can help themselves. Yeah, it's a very good question. A couple of concrete things that they can do. Number one, I am getting the report. We have a commitment from U.S. House member. The report's going to be entered in, into the congressional record mm-hmm. on November 14th which is in nine days. So it's going to be in the, in the congressional record. The laptop was it was supposed to be entered in, into the congressional record, but you have to put everything in a paper format. So you can't put like a, a video of a threesome of Hunter with women into the congressional record. So our report is like screenshots and stuff, and it can be in a PDF document. So it's going to be entered into the congressional record. That's number one, meaning uh, when that happens, make sure that everybody listening to this just carpet bombs peacefully via communications and emails, their representative. Number two, they can use the resources on our site, bidenlaptopemails.com, to search the public officials in their area. Hunter mm-hmm. knows people across the country and world. If you have a candidate that you think is a good dude and you're going to vote for him, type his name in. Type in the uh, – we can. it's like WikiLeaks in that you can search for multiple terms. So like if you put Zach in quotation marks plus Garrett in quotation marks, it'll find all the emails that have you and me listed. Okay. Search uh, Search all the people. People who you think are corrupt in your county government. There's things from Houston to Hawaii. Hunter was involved in a, in a, in a grift called In Bloom, which took five million of taxpayer dollars into like a startup venture in uh, Hawaii, and it to- got went totally tits up, and some people <laughs> got sued. So, 
there's a lot of open source intelligence techniques that people listening to this can go do right now. And it's a treasure trove of information. Biden laptop emails, everything, everything uh, that I just mentioned, Zach, can be found on Marco Polo USA. So if they go there first, they'll see our Substack, they'll see our Gab, they'll see BidenLaptopEmails.com, and then they'll be able to download over 10,000 of Hunter's iMessages, which we put up back in March. And you're right. We got very little even conservative mainstream press about that. So all these people who had the laptop and the full copy didn't even make his his text messages public. And we did both of those things. And we redacted that which had to be redacted, meaning the, the poll, we redacted the genitalia. We took out the social security numbers in the text messages. And so those things have black over them. But everything else – and we don't redact telephone numbers. This so is- somebody was- yeah, this this is so good to know, because uh, several months ago, the, the entirety of Hunter's iCloud, like with no redactions, was dumped out there on 4chan. And a lot Not of people, iCloud, but what, his laptop, or excuse me, his iPhone backup, his iPhone backup. OK, pardon me. Yeah. But but yes, uh, but the, the important part is that there was no redactions. You know, who knew what kind of photographs were going to be on there? Who knew what the content was going to be in the messages? You know, so this is all of the salient information without the uh, criminal PII or any potential for pornography yeah, and we stuff. Don't, we don't want a Fed post. And we're yeah. very we're very aware of entrapment schemes. And yeah. we're very aware of people trying to get us in. You know that question, when did you stop beating your wife? Like if yeah. you answer that, you admit to at one point beating your wife. Mm-hmm. And so we're very aware of those uh, catch 22s. And so we put everything that is allowable. So for the redactions, we, we redact the woman's nipple. It's mm-hmm. not essential to redact her belly. It is essential to redact the nipple and areola. I know I'm getting graphic, but just, no, it's fine. Yeah. That we do everything by the book. Nobody should be worried that they're going to see, pictures of an underage girl's nipple when they mm-hmm. look at marcopoleusa.org that's been or, curated or but, hunter biden getting a foot job <laughs> yeah there's there's even on our website there's no genitalia we blur all that out but one last thing we actually got into his iphone backup which maxi's folks to their credit because i try to be fair to everybody mm-hmm. he didn't get into it he can't he, he can't code his way out of a paper bag but one of his tech guys got into the iphone backup that we got into And what this means is very simple. Think of Hunter's laptop as a briefcase in a dumpster. And to, to, until June, there was a compartment of that briefcase that we hadn't gotten into yet. Mm -hmm. But in June, we through brute force, meaning we didn't use the internet. We didn't use external tools. We brute force guessed the password for the backup of his iPhone. And so did Maxi's. Now, one of his tech guys went haywire and just posted the whole damn thing online. Mm. We are doing the very measured thing of we are going to post all of it. We're citing, we're starting a site called Biden Laptop Media where we're putting all of the photos and videos without genitalia on mm-hmm. the web, on the web, and we're putting all of the iMessages from the iPhone backup on the web too, while redacting the social security numbers, nipples, and Hunter's foot job. So. We think because why we think that's going to last a lot longer. Nobody is going to mess with. Nobody's going to f with us. Like this is going to. They have no defense for it. They can't get us on any child sexual material. We redact it away, um, and we redact the way all the nipples because there's like eighty different sets of women nipples on this computer. It's <laughs> absurd. He was prolific. 
certainly getting around. Hunter had a penchant for Puerto Rican women. Oh, did he really? and, and he screwed married women. Yes, so he, he did. Yeah, he's the homewrecker. There are multiple times where he would. We found one girl who he sent twenty five grand to in the course of eighteen months. She's married with three kids. Oh, he didn't wow. care about ruining their family. Oh, that's sick. All right, we do have uh, two more callers on the line, so let's go ahead and bring in the first one. Caller, you're on the air. Can I get a name? Uh, Annie from Saturday. Annie, welcome to the program. How are you? You know her. Good. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So, what's your question for Garrett? Okay, here. Um, I am going back to the Finger Lakes thing with Hunter, and I recall at some point along the last six, seven years hearing that his mother was not killed accidentally and that there is documentation out there to that effect. Uh, there was actually a witness from what I recall, but, um, and I've also heard that our present first lady, our current first lady had a hand in it. Um, and of course, so did our current president, but I was just wondering if Garrett had ever gone down that rabbit hole. Yeah, oh. Garrett, just to build on what Annie said there, I had heard the rumor that Jill Biden was some type of au pair or uh, babysitter uh, for the Biden children, and that that's how Jill and Joe came to know each other. But uh, yeah, I'm very interested in this as well. Well, we definitely looked into everything, and there's actually court documents that allege what Annie is saying, but the case got dismissed, and there's no concrete evidence that has emerged. So again, I'm not putting anything past anyone considering they lied about their own relationship many times in the past. And we do go into some of those lies in the report. For example, if you go to the end notes section, Jill's first husband, um, Bill Stevenson, confirms that they lied about when they met. So Bill Stevenson and Jill actually worked on Joe's first campaign for Mm. Senate in 1972. But they've lied to the American people for decades about when they met. They said they met in 1975. They met in 1971. So they've lied about that. But there has been no concrete evidence to date that suggests that Melia, who you who you alluded to, um, was taken out per se. The the person who was driving the car uh, feels terrible. Joe blamed it on him once. He had to he had to walk those comments back. But they just went Christmas tree shopping, and the three kids were in the right. car. Um, right. Now. Uh, if you, if you give me five, 10 seconds, I'll get on my computer and I'll find the case for you where your listeners can go read this for themselves. There's one guy on our team who's looked into this a lot. Um, real quick, give me, give me 20 seconds. If you will, I'm going to find this case. Cause there's an entire, there's an entire case about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I am familiar with it, but, uh, don't have. The yeah, actual documentation. The case was dismissed. Um, if there's a guy on my team who's watching this, uh, hold on. If there's a guy on my team who's watching this interview, they will um, know which case I'm talking about. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Potter comes on and uh get can you give me th- you're not going to be mad at me if i keep searching for this no 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 go ahead tell you what while while you're doing that uh we've got a couple of thank yous over here on uh, the yeah. foxhole i'll go through those uh subpacked vet thank you very much for starting off the gold pills appreciate the cookie paul thaddeus says good morning zach and fam good to see you buddy adam adam hugapug says uh gold pills for the host and red pills for the show and brown pills for the deep state uh warrior mima thank you for that ship 
Sean Joe, appreciate the cookie. Just D, dropping a fleet. Thank you. Your work is amazing. We are eternally grateful. I don't know if that's for me or Garrett, but I will accept the praise, and I'm sure Garrett will as well. Uh, let's see. Bo- uh, Boise Blank 89, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you as well. Nakaza808 says, Aloha, early 6 a.m. show for me. Thanks for your hard work. I'm glad you were able to get up and catch it. Uh, and then Just D, dropping a fleet, says, This man is helping to bring this whole corrupt temple down on their heads. Couldn't agree more. Uh, and then also says, why is this laptop not being investigated? FBI and DOJ are so corrupt. Let me ask you this while you're searching for that, Garrett. Yes. Um, you know, if we do retake both the House and the Senate uh, come January, uh, what are your feelings uh, about the possibility of an actual investigation into the uh, the alleged criminal activity on this and our overall possibility of getting the justice that so many people are hoping we do he's getting me the name right here of that guy great there will absolutely be an investigation um but we don't want it to be a normal republican investigation (laughs) so we we believe i'm in talks constantly with staff for uh and multiple members of the house and i'm in talks with staff from the senate so I'm talking with House members, talking with their staff, talking with Senate staff members. They're, he's going to get investigated. There will be subpoenas. The question is of whether they're going to have a big boy investigation where they make criminal referrals to the DOJ yeah. and not just the DOJ, local prosecutors, and I will help with that gladly and gleefully. But the Republicans in the past, everything points to them saying we need 18 months to study Hunter Biden. We don't need 18 months. I took 18 months. You've already this done it. Be a roadmap in certain congressmen, just like I said, it's going to be entered into the congressional record. Certain congressmen love our report and, and a congresswoman. So it's, it's seen. They have no excuse for not, for not actioning on this. We literally tell them who to subpoena. Like some of these folks aren't the sharpest, you know, tools in the shed. Right. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> lay it out on a silver platter for them. I, I got the case for you. Okay. Thanks to thanks to Potter. Um, his name is Leo Brandon Farnsworth. The case was dismissed, but it's in the U.S. District Court for the District of Delaware. Um, and the case uh, is Leo Brandon Farnsworth versus Joseph R. Biden Jr. And for your for your investigation, ma'am, I'm going to get you the actual case number. Um, the case number is. Hold on. Civil action uh, 20, so it was uh, brought in 2020. Uh, civil action number 21351. So read that. It was uh, given the person who, the judge who wrote the, um, the opinion who dismissed it. Um, the clerk of the court is John Serino, but the, the, the clerk who dismissed it is, or excuse me, the the judge who dismissed it is Richard G. Andrews. So thanks for giving me the rope, Zach. I just wanted to get some clarity on that. There's no evidence to, that has appeared to date to say that there was foul play on Nelia's death. However, uh, if people want to investigate further, um, they can go read this lawsuit. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Excellent. All right. You guys have a great day. You too, Annie. Good to hear from you. We'll see you. Yes.
All right. We've got uh, another caller on the line. Let me just say thank you to uh, Jay. Also, thank you to Sean Joe. Starface15 says, great show, Zach. Just D says, uh, got sober 10717, found our favorite Anon 102817, gave me purpose and hope. I never touched another substance ever again. I'm glad to hear that. Put all of that creative effort into exposing the deep state and the crimes of people like Joe Biden, Hunter Biden at all. Uh, Donna Bo Libby, thank you for that cookie. Filter Dog One, thank you for the can. Mr. Spock, thank you for the cookie. Lou Ann V says, I sure hope Garrett and his team have great security. Garrett, I would have to I would have to imagine that you guys do at the very least, uh, you're exercising your Second Amendment and uh, and you're protecting yourself and your family. Oh, yeah. I have two handguns in my desk right here. But, you know, if somebody's ever going to mess with me, they're going to have to drive a long way from an airport, like 80 minutes. Yeah. So they're going to have to put forth a great effort. And, you know, we've got cameras. I think a lot of the people who think they need around the clock security really don't. In sure. fact, I'm going to bring up one other person I mentioned earlier. Jack Maxey to this day says that like black cars are surrounding his house, like, and they've driven by his house. He's provided no evidence for that. There's it's a lot of people who say that they're like in trouble or need protection are, are hucksters. So I feel perfectly safe. If Kevin Morris or anybody comes on my property, my dad, hello. Oh yeah. Yeah. You go drag behind a tractor by their intestines. Okay. They're not going into a city. They're actually going into a real place where people kill people if they trespass. So I, I have no concerns. All right. Caller, you are on the air. Can I get your name? Yeah, uh, my name's Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm from Texas. Um, listen, I appreciate everything he's done. I believe that I have uh, downloaded um, all of what uh, what he's done on the laptop. Um, the one thing I have, I, I do have an, a question on. Uh, does he? Is there any information about trafficking um, the border? You know, down here is a freaking mess, and I have I have seen and heard reports of upwards of hundreds of thousands of children that are missing, children that are being handed off to people that are not their parents or guardians. They are just being dumped off. Um, is there anything about the trafficking? Are they involved in that? Well, I'm not. I mean, is it in? Is that in there? I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I really think it does. The report, though, goes into multiple scenarios of Hunter uh, engaging in sex trafficking, but not with women from the border, people within our own borders. So there's a scenario of him flying a girl out, as I mentioned, Joanna Rush from California engaging in a sex act in New York and then flying the woman back. And we, we actually have the plane tickets. And so we have them on okay. multiple, multiple van, man act violations, M-A-N-N. But as far as the border particular uh, is concerned, we, we didn't put this in the report because we can't prove it's a crime, but Hunter actually met with the son-in-law of a cartel boss in Mexico with the secret service. Oh. Wow. And yeah. that happened in 2012, Kenakoa, who's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Kenakoa. Uh, his name's Eric. He he wrote a great piece on this, and we put it on our website because he features some of our research. And he goes into this at great depth, and I would recommend his piece on that. And Zach can probably put that link in the description or somewhere. Sure. Uh, and I can post it on my Telegram channel, which I love. I love that app. And Kenneth Coe goes into that. So we know that Hunter met with cartel members. That's what we know. Okay. 
and we know that they're trafficking but, children right now. Yep. Um, I know that they have to be. They have to be. Oh, it's absolutely. And 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 th- since Joe Biden came in, his ascension to power, if you will. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the practice of handing unaccompanied minors uh, off to people yeah. without really any type of uh, verification of, uh, you know, true parentage or, or well, whoever they, these people are. That's definitely no, happening. They have no paperwork. They yeah. have no paperwork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a travesty. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, and so, so certainly we can uh, we, we can point to instances of Hunter Biden being connected to uh, sex trafficking coming from European nations. But uh Unfortunately, yeah. nothing directly to the border. Okay, so um, the other thing, um, I, I don't want to take up a lot of time. I'm sorry. I never get to talk to anybody. I'm down here in Texas. I'm alone a lot and listening to all this stuff, trying to get information um, about what the hell is going on. Um, the Ukraine is – Ukraine uh, – mentioned uh, joe the biden's crime family any of them are they i know uh 35 pages. Uh, certain yeah yeah if what? volumes yeah. volumes on ukraine we have 35 it's okay. the most complete rundown of hunter's membership on business board that has been published in the english language um we have okay over two dozen felonies that Hunter committed just in Ukraine alone from FARA to money laundering. The figure that you'll want to look into, you said you're a researcher, is uh, Well, I not- I downloaded it. I downloaded on my phone. Yeah, when yeah. whenever I heard that you had come out with this, uh-huh. Um, uh, Mr. Ziegler, That's um me. I um I downloaded it on my phone. I have not had it have not gone through and read it. I appreciate it. It is a big file. Uh, on page 136, we go through all the players in in Hunter's Ukrainian grift, and the fi- key figure that a lot of people focus on is Mikola Zlochevsky, but he's actually what they call a mini-garch over there. <laughs> the true yeah. oligarch who funded Zlochevsky is Ihor Kolomoisky, and he has mm. he's an Israeli-slash-Cypriot-slash-Ukrainian businessman. He's dirty as sin. He owned Privat Bank, and Privat Bank was used for Hunter's payments from Burisma and yeah. Private Bank stole millions of dollars in, in IMF loans. And it's currently the subject of both civil and criminal litigation in the United States. Jesus. Um, the, um, is that, okay. So Ukraine, why are we, st- I don't understand why we are still funding that, that place. It's it's a lot uh, unless it is um it is for the crime family. Yeah, crime families, I would say yeah. it's plural. It's basically the money laundering capital of the world, one of the most corrupt countries in the world. So that money yeah. that money goes to the defense contractors, the oligarchs in Ukraine gets washed through multiple Cypriot shell companies. It's gonna end out it's gonna end up on the other end, probably somewhere around Beverly Hills or something. It is yeah. disgusting, it's sinful in the superlative. Well, and, and don't don't forget it, don't forget it, the weapons it, trafficking. I mean, that's a tremendous opportunity for them to just launder all of that military equipment. Uh, Ukraine is also a, a major hub for for drug trafficking and for the trafficking of children as well. Uh, with the uh, the conflict happening there, I mean, more and more children. Uh, are going to be left without parents. Uh, they're going to be left without homes. And uh, it's like just like a, a wholesale fire sale on these kids, sending them off to different European nations, sending them off to the United States. Uh, Ukraine is 
<laughs> it truly is the hub of uh, of this illegal activity over there in Eastern Europe. Oh, and we've no. been there since the end of World War II. Yeah, it's truly evil. Yeah. It's an evil place. Um, yeah. The other thing is on China. Now, have we... I know that the Biden family, I know that all of these people in the White House, the FBI, the DOJ, I know that we have Mossad. I know we have uh, uh, Jews, uh, uh, Ashkenazi. uh, I know that, um, uh, have we been sold out? I mean, have we really, is our Constitution even our Constitution anymore? It is still the Constitution's whether or not, and we make this point. Is it legal? I mean, is it being, but it's not being, uh, it's not, it's not being enforced. Yeah, that's, that's the thesis of our report. We show the unequal application of the law. That's, that's, we do it in excruciating detail, all body parts. Certainly it's a a two-tier justice system that we're living through right now, but you know, for me, this obviously the end goal is, is to write all that. You know, I mean, every single one of us has to take an active participatory role in our republic. We can't uh, just accept or believe that somebody else is going to represent us in our best interests and protect our rights and liberty. We have to take right. full responsibility for those. And uh, unfortunately, it took many years, generations for us to get to this point. And my only hope is that we can undo this as quickly as possible. But this is going to be a war that's going to most likely continue on uh, for the foreseeable future. But we have an opportunity here come November. All right. We've got to we've got to take the final caller, though. Okay, and I thank you so much for everything y'all do. Really. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate the call. All right. And one final caller. This is uh, Tricia. Uh, Trisha is also a resident of Texas, so uh, let's call in. Actually, Trisha called in last night, and she was facing a possible uh, tornado. Trisha, how did everything go? <laughs> well, the winds died down. It didn't come down this far, so thank you for asking. Good, good. I always get scared now since I've been through one. Oh, it's understandable. But, uh, anyway, I'd Garrett, you're amazing. I don't know how old you are. You keep saying you're young. But you are amazing with what you've done, and thank you. Thank you. My only gift is attention to detail. <laughs> That's what it takes, for sure, that deep diving. And what, 600-something pages? It's a dossier, yeah. And like I said earlier, it's not uh, fictitious Russian prostitutes peeing on someone in the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow. This is this is actually true. These things actually exist. You know, there's there was a theory once, ma'am, that uh, – Hunter was actually the figure that that performed that act in Moscow, and they just filled in Trump's name. Projection, so, yeah, projection. So Hunter's actually got the golden trout, golden showers treatment in Putin's Russia, but it was blamed on Trump. Yeah, they're looking in the mirror and pointing fingers at the wrong person. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to ask Zach, have you looked into seeing if that judge that put Catherine and Greg in in jail uh, is on his list. You know what? I I actually, I haven't yet. And that's an excellent uh, question. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Greg and Catherine from True the Vote. They're sitting. Kenneth Hoyt, we looked through his financials. We've been looking in his his financials. Good. uh, But he was not on the Biden laptop emails. Uh, 
too bad that we could find but maybe there's a different combination or maybe they're talking in code because remember Mm -hmm. they hardly ever use joe's name it's jrb uh his one of his aliases was robert l peters peter henderson they all have like four or five different names and they all they all go by their middle names or some of their alias so maybe kenneth hoyt that satanic judge in texas is in the biden laptop or his buddy is let's see how many degrees of separation we can get from kenneth hoyt to the bidens it's probably only three if that i'm gonna look into him in fact i told zach last night that i'm gonna go into houston tomorrow so i i'm gonna see on monday if i can even get up there to the courthouse see what information i can find i'm gonna do some digging we need it i i need to get me a good computer so i can download that database you've got hey guess what i want to make one more plug We heard everybody's righteous frustrations about the size of the file. And the reason why we did it that way is because the resolutions are high def. We didn't want people to have blurry pictures. But in uh, consultation with those people, we created a reader view. So no one has to download the report now. If you just want to read it without downloading the 960 gigabyte or 960 megabyte file, you can do that. We have an HTML enabled reader on our website. People love it. It's probably the best viewed on an iPad or a tablet. It's good on the computer, but your phone is just a little bit small, although you can swipe through it on your phone on the reader view. That's been the the best feedback we've gotten beyond just the report's content is that thank you is thank you for making the reader view. And you know, we're Excellent. not above, we're not above oversights. And it, when we're wrong, when we're missing something, we fill it in. So thank you. And Trisha, okay. you can probably get a used iPad on, um, like on Craigslist or something like that for a couple hundred bucks. And, you know, even an iPad from four years ago is going to be a revelation Perfect. once you get it. <laughs> they're great. Yeah. They're great for PDFs, great for browsing the internet. And, uh, and, and, you know, people, get new iPads every single year. So you can generally get them pretty cheap if they're a couple of years old. Well, I just, I spent a couple hundred bucks on a computer and I'm very disappointed in it. And I've been contacting the guy that I bought it from. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, for 50 bucks, you can upgrade it. And I, I don't trust him now. So, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it's like a limit. It's like a used car lot, used computer industry. Yeah, like car lot. I, I blew it big time, but well, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. And uh, stay safe. And uh, let me know if you find anything on Kenneth Hoyt. Tell Zach I, and relay the message. I will. I definitely will. Thank you all for all you do, both thank of you. you. Thank Love you, Trisha. You. Have a great day. Bye. Love you, too. You too. All right. And Liana Wilbert snuck in at the tail end here, so we will take this call as well. But, guys, if hey, you're not on the line yet. What's you that? were like, it was going to be like the, uh, a great weren't, weren't, weren't when we, we didn't get any calls. In, I, so I'm, I'm glad, glad they jumped on the line. Liana, <laughs> so good to see you. How are you doing today? Good, Red Pill. Um, I've been kicking myself trying to decide whether I was actually going to call in or not because I don't want to seem stupid. But um, so we know that the NATO and the UN does not want to go over any of the actual Russian documents that are saying that the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden specifically, was actually funding the bio labs, which don't exist, which do exist, but they mm-hmm. don't have this kind of content. But yeah, they do have that. And we're afraid the Russians might use it against us, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anything on that laptop that actually coordinates with that and shows that yes the russian information that's coming out is true and accurate and there's even more on this laptop that could be used is there anything that might help press that investigation 
It's a very good question. I can answer. I can't speak for everything the Russians have produced, but I do know that one chart in particular was true, and I can find it and post it. and it, And it pertains to this. I'll get very specific here. There is no evidence that Hunter directly, quote unquote, funded Metabiota, but this is what he did do. Hunter helped Metabiota and the prime contractor Black and Veach secure contracts in Ukraine, and Hunter co-owned the fund. Um, called Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners. It's now called Pilot Growth Equity. That owned a large portion of Metabiota. So fact number one, Rob Walker and William Lee in Deloche and Hunter Biden helped Metabiota secure contracts in Ukraine. It's indisputable. It's on the federal government website right now. It's on the laptop of them talking about it. Fact number two, Hunter owns a portion of that fund that owns Metabiota indisputable and i guess number three is that while they were securing contracts for metabiota and black and and through black and veach in ukraine joe was the point person in that country so those three facts alone are damning the russians have said this i don't listen to any of the western press on putin i think putin is a uh, he's first of all he's a male which a lot of western countries by that i mean he's not a pansy mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the european countries like their their dudes look like they have zero testosterone in their blood they're pathetic yeah so everything i get from russia i read from putin's speeches directly obviously i don't agree with him on everything but at the he's same pretty time base, though. <laughs> he makes a very compelling case while yes. why certain portions of what is quote-unquote modern ukraine speak russian uh, want want to be more Russian than they do Ukraine. And again, John Adams would not say that this is part of our vital interest. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be over there. So I hope I answered your question by just stating those three undeniable facts from the laptop. And William Lee, Deloche, and Rob Walker, who features prominently in our report, especially Rob Walker, should be subpoenaed to know to 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 testify on exactly what they did to get Metabiota contracts in Ukraine while Joe is the point person in that country. Right. Well, it all makes I mean, everything lines up to certain people who have been putting pieces together. And I, I just want to know. So what does your average housewife, your plumber, your electrician that comes across this information, what do you want them to do with it other than talking about it and passing out the links? I mean, we know that the DOJ is corrupt. We know our FBI is corrupt. We know we're not seeing anything out of those people. So, yeah, you've got the laptop. You've cleaned it up for us so we don't have to look at the nipples or uh, Hunter's cock. But other than that, what do we do to really make a change with the information and push things forward? Well, it's a very good question. I would say, number one, you have to find the non-federal officials that have some jurisdiction over these crimes. And we we put that in the report. If somebody's read it, they know that we don't we don't we didn't write this report thinking that the DOJ wasn't corrupt. In fact, we wrote it because they are and because we know that nothing's going to happen at the federal level. The only thing we can hope and pray for is that people do their own digging on which which uh, local and state officials that we name here can action these items. So it's basically if the federal government is completely comped and everybody's blackmailed, then the only thing we can do is hope that the state and local officials aren't blackmailed. If that's the case, and we have no evidence for that being the case, then we're basically Brazil, right? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. we we put at the very end, middle, and um, beginning of the report that we are not law enforcement. All we can do is we produced a report that a U.S. subcommittee of the House should be proud of producing. That's what we did because we knew the Congress wouldn't be doing this. Like if we relied on the Congress to write a report on the Hunter Biden laptop, they would get about 60 percent of it right. But we wanted to if get they even as, went that far. Away. Yeah, we wanted to get as close as possible. So I agree with you on the DOJ fact. And what we provide also is granularity on the people involved. So Hunter was coked a lot of his time and didn't do the actual mechanics of money laundering. He had to have somebody else in the wire in his name. We talk about those people, Sebastian Momtazi, Rob Walker. I don't know where you're at. He said you're from Texas. Rob Walker's in Arkansas. We need people local to these people to just start demanding answers from them instead of picketing outside of a Supreme court justice's home, which is a federal felony. Mm-hmm. Congress has passed a law about Rob Walker should have protests outside of his house every single like weekend day he's a we criminal have protest all over this country for every damn thing at this point but you know with q and so many q followers everything's taken care of we're in control sit back eat your popcorn it's all cleaned up by christmas you know well like, i certainly don't so believe that yeah looking at all these other countries where they're out in the streets they're showing their asses they're doing something but j6 prisoners are still in the gulag well, yeah, but they can't arrest us all. I mean, we have to do something, even if it was to go and camp out on Trump's lawn and say, okay, you want to see how big your army can fucking get? Let's see how many people we can fit in the state of damn Florida. I mean, there are, it just seems like there's I like so the much spirit. more that we could be doing, but we're not as coordinated. No, we're not it's true. as together. And it, Brazil, I mean, they're out there in the streets every single day. We, Our Republicans who are out there working so that we can pay higher prices at your local stores because the blue states get to rob, steal, and loot, you know, they're going to make up those prices somehow. They're going to do it with the actual American people who are trying to work and keep their jobs and take care of their families. And those people don't seem to be willing to take the week off or to take the month off. I mean, our forefathers literally fought in the snow with no shoes in the middle of a smallpox epidemic and all these other things. And I think that we're just still too damn cushy here. We still feel too good. So maybe it's going to take not being able to heat your home and not being able to feed your family for some of these people to actually say, okay, I guess enough is enough. You're absolutely right. I mean, one of the problems is that we have the trappings of comfort here in America and a lot of people simply can't afford to take a day off or a week off or a month off, you know, but I mean, this is why every single time I'm on the air, you know, every one of us needs to determine how much time you can spend being active and getting out there and doing something to push this meth, this, uh, uh, this war forward. And, uh, and we got to win the battles. Uh, and I mean, it's going to be incremental, but to Garrett's point, putting pressure on the local and state uh, law enforcement officials or, or representatives, uh, the people in government in that area, I think that that is uh, a, a going to be a lot more productive 
than perhaps just going after like a state senator or, or the, the U.S. senator or something like that because they have a lot more people that they're going to be beholden to. But if you've got 10,000 people from uh, a district that get a hold of somebody and say, hey, guess what? You know, these crimes were committed under your watch, under your nose, and here is all of the evidence, uh, you know, I think that that would probably go pretty far. Right. Well, then you can yeah. show that when they don't do anything, their corruption, sure. et cetera, and, and you're still playing the hurry up and wait game. I, I'm just yeah. I want to know when the optics are going to be right for Trump to say, yeah, well, this may never have happened under me. But Putin's actually doing good things by taking out the bio labs, by stopping the sex trafficking, by stopping the baby factories and everything that we know that has come out of the Ukraine. So just if there is anything additional in your paperwork and again, what does your average electrician, plumber, fire department, whatever, working their daily lives who can't take the time off work, et cetera, what do you want them to do with the information other than spreading it? And, I mean, like, I'm not in Delaware. I'm in Georgia. So do you have anything? Do you have, like, a state-by-state breakdown of this is what you need to push in these states. I mean, we know that there's a lot in Delaware. You said that there was the trafficking of the woman that got flown from California to Washington, D.C. and stuff. So that's a California or D.C. thing. Is there anything broken down into these are your different states and these are the people that you should be confronting to make it easier on the people going through the information? Yes, there's two people in particular in Georgia that people should question and literally go find and um, demand answers from. Number one is uh, the to-be mother-in-law of Sebastian Momtazi, who I mentioned earlier. He was he was Hunter's business colleague at Rosemont Seneca and actually handled all of the wire transfers from Burisma. His mother-in-law lives in Georgia, the ex-wife of the FBI agent who um, dismissed the Hunter Biden allegations. His name's Tim Tebow. You've probably seen and heard about yes. his yep. His ex-wife, Lisa Tebow lives in Roswell. She actually runs a lifestyle magazine called like it's, it's named Roswell. And I would go ask her, I've called all of these people to answer your question directly and they will not talk. So maybe it means that they just need 50 people to bombard them. But there are people or who get live. somebody undercover with body cam, like project Veritas style. And there you go. Pokes out of them on an evening. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, we're not as big as Project Veritas, but we've definitely had people try to catfish them. They just mm-hmm. haven't they just haven't uh, engaged. All right, Liana, we've got a bounce. So I need to say thank you so much for the quality questions. I really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Much love. Much love. Thank you so much. All right. I need to say thank you to TZ Burton over on Odyssey. And also thank you to Starwalker77, who said this has been a great interview. It's fire. I'm loving it. TZ said, thank you, Zach and Garrett. I've been looking at your website today. I don't need to see the Hunter Biden laptop section. The rest of the sections are amazing. Well, trust me, you're going to get there, and uh, I think it'll be a a, a big boost to your research portfolio. Let me say thank you to, uh, let's see, Donna Bo Libby. Appreciate the cookie. Filter Dog One, thank you for the cam. Mr. Spock, thank you for the cookie. Lou NV says, I sure hope Garrett has great security. We did read that one. Uh, Enrique Alvarado, Remedy Brings Justice, Accountability, Information, a.k.a. Pain. Janice, 17, thank you for the can. Sean Joe says, what about the pictures of his niece and their correspondence? We did uh, address that a little bit, but go ahead. Well, no, I would, there's no, nothing I'm going to say is going to lay it out better than the report. We go through how Hunter downloaded or backed up his niece's iPhone to his laptop, which contained risque photos. 
Those photos had already been handed over to law enforcement. The question is whether they passed the six-point federal uh, district court DOS test of what constitutes child pornography. At the very least, to, to, to uh, not assuage, but directly answer the questioner, there are multiple violations of mandated reporters. They were mandated to convey how his, his brother's widow's allegations to law enforcement. They didn't do it. Two of those people are therapists. That's what I mean, we know. They could lose their license for that, couldn't they? I mean, it- Diablo did not for that. Okay. Okay. Diablo already did lose his license. Tragically, he was he was sexually abusing his psychiatric patients and asking them to get his initials tattooed by their genitals. Oh my this god! Is, was he a Nexium guy? No evidence of that has surfaced, but it would not surprise me. He yeah. had sex with like a lot of twenty-something uh, girls that would go see him for psychiatric care. It's wow. disgusting, and he's That's a Republican. Horrible. Oof. Well, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think we've all discovered that, you know, party affiliation doesn't necessarily equate to like moral, uh, uh, you know. Oh, like no, no, no. A, I'm not suggesting. I'm saying yeah. that Hunt weirdly went to a Republican psychiatrist. And yeah. So you think that this guy would be like, you know, worked with Epstein at like Harvard lab, like some lab at Harvard. But no, this is. Mm-hmm. A Republican psychiatrist, Keith Ablo, lives in Newburyport, Massachusetts. I, I, rem- I remember the name. I remember the name, sir. You know, I, do, I have to be honest. I'm not particularly shocked to learn that about Keith Ablo. I mean, people who are <clears throat> sexual abusers uh, or, or people who molest others, they tend to run in the same circles. And, uh, you know, people will have a, a, a cover in their own life to make it appear as if they aren't going to be engaging in such behavior. But at the same time, people who enjoy that stuff and, and uh, you know, psychopaths and sociopaths, they will put themselves in positions of power over others that they can victimize just so they have access to them. So, you know, I mean, one one final question about uh, about Hunter and his relationship with his dad. You know, I think that most people believe that there was some type of abuse that Hunter went through as a child. You know, there's a part of me who sees Hunter Biden as a somewhat sympathetic character because at at one time in the past, he was an innocent child and he must have had terrible things happen to him to make him turn out the way that he has. However, he has been unredeemed this entire time and he doesn't appear to have uh, any type of self-awareness about why he is the way he is or what he can do to ensure that the cycle of abuse doesn't continue. So on that alone, Hunter's a, a lost cause for me. But- uh, any other insight that you were able to gather about Hunter and Joe's relationship from when he was a child and perhaps why he might be acting out in the way that he is? Well, Joe, it's a very good question. Joe always talks about how he commuted every day with mm-hmm. the U.S., right? He rode the Amtrak back and forth 90 minutes each way. But Hunter tells it much differently. Yes, his dad commuted, but Hunter called himself and his brother communal property. They were raised by a group of people, his aunt his he, multiple people lived with them growing up. Bruce Saunders was Valerie Biden's first husband. He lived with them for a time until they got divorced. Then um, Valerie got married to Jack Owens and she was still very involved with his life. So I think that communal property aspect of like not having a very kids when they're very young need guarded environments. They yeah. need repetition. My son loves going to bed at 8 a.m., right? Like that's good for them because their minds aren't fully developed and they need that predictability. I think Hunter, based on his own words, this is not my opinion, based on what he what he says is that they were communal property and that he always sought the opinion and the approval of Jill. And he complains privately that Jill didn't like him and favored Bo. 
and he was always seeking Jill's approval. So I think there was some inadequacy there. The fact that Hunter grabs his genitals all the time and is so proud of his genitals points to the fact that he might have been fondled mm-hmm. or let alone abused by someone. We have no evidence. My wife privately speculates that uh, Jill, Jill's, there's something wrong with Jill because mm-hmm. of Ashley. Because Ashley says she took, in her own words, this is not my opinion, inappropriate showers with her father and Mm -hmm. got wiped until too late in the game, which I don't even know what it means because I don't have a daughter. But basically, Ashley, uh, she privately wonders whether she was molested, and she says, I think so. And she said, I remember the Wolzak's house. So how am I – all that is to say is that there's an environment in Greenville, Delaware, which is a suburb of Wilmington, that Hunter says he was raised in a communal-like environment. He, uh, his sister says she was highly sexualized at a young age. And what does this mean? This doesn't paint Joe as the dismissive father. or He's not just the dismissive father. This paints Joe as a father from hell, mm-hmm. a totally horrible dad. I mean, he had, Hunter and Ashley both have different moms, okay? Neely is Hunter's mom, Jill's Ashley's mom. They're both complete wrecks. Mm-hmm. What does that say about Joe? If you have one stray kid, maybe you could chalk it up to teenage rebellion. Mm-hmm. But there's two children of his that are a complete disaster. Yep. And that that shows me that Joe was absent. Joe is a was it was a was a terrible dad. And that the woman that he brought into Hunter's life didn't treat him fairly because mm-hmm. she said in his own words that she loved Bo. She just tolerated Hunter and Hunter filled the Hunter played the bad boy. Bo is not innocent. He just happened to die young. But Joe was uh, Bo was corrupt as well. He gave a probation deal to a DuPont heir who admitted and that he raped his three year old daughter. He I remember. Zero, yeah. Served yeah. Zero time in jail. So. Um, I'm not going to talk about Bo a lot other than to say there's no evidence that Bo was a, was above the Biden family grift. There's all the evidence in the world that he was just the goody two-shoes in public, and in private, he was the self-wheeling uh, heir of Joe, and Joe, he was his favorite kid. Joe yeah. loved Bo. Hunter was the that everybody got money from. Of course, and of course, the the mystique, like the legend of Bo, just uh, you know, rings even larger because he's he's gone, and everybody all they can remember is all the good stuff. And you know, why can't you be more like your brother, Hunter? It's got to be uh, a horrible position to be in. But hey, we're going to find repentance. Hopefully, if there's yeah. shame in Hunter's heart, we're going to keep chiseling. We're going to get him to shame because only through shame can we get some repentance out of him. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, final thank yous over here on the Foxhole. Justy says, Garrett, do you have a prediction on November 8th? What are your general feelings about uh, what we're going to see on November 8th? I think they'll try every – I don't have many predictions. One prediction yeah. I have is I think that they're going to try everything in the world they can do to steal Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that they – I don't even like Mamet Oz. I certainly like him more than uh, – Well, between the two <laughs> – I mean, there's no choice. Literal Frankenstein. Yeah. That guy can't say four syllable words right now. No. He's a stroke victim. He can't even talk. Yeah, it's 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 abuse, I think. The the fact that they're putting him out yeah. there and making oh, get my on the wife campaign. Trail. Compare Giselle Fetterman to Jill. Like just yeah. bring out their old oh, the comparisons are very they want so much power. The women, these women are satanic as well. The wives yeah. behind these guys are not are not innocent. And no. so 
I think they're going to do everything they can to steal Pennsylvania. That is my only prediction. Okay. Because yeah. I've been focused on this. I, I, I agree I, with you. I did my job with regard to the election of 2020. Yeah. And yeah. I did everything I could. I was one of the half dozen people in the White House to not be worrying about what I was going to do next. Yeah. I was talking to you. You know all that. Was Absolutely. Sons. Oh, yeah. We were there. Boots on it, the ground. Jade I mean, Sacker. I had to say her name one time in this interview. Jade Sacker is mm-hmm. still out there, has not been arrested. Uh, apparently an FBI informant. She was going to create a documentary about January 6th. Her dad looks like an orc, like a character from a Tolkien novel. Mm-hmm. She is a terrible person. She needs to be held to account. Jade Sacker. Wasn't that the one that was working for CNN and went inside with uh, John Sullivan? She was inside with John Sullivan. Yeah. She was a former photography contractor to NPR. Okay. And she said, I'll give you your hug now. We did it. And John yes. was like, isn't this going to be the best film you've ever made in your entire life? Yeah. And she's like, wait, you're not recording, are you? Yeah. And yeah. so what we did was we scrubbed that very first video from Sullivan. And then mm-hmm. the one he uploaded three hours after cut out that part with, with Jade Sacker. You can thank yep. Sean Smith for that. Yep. He scrubbed yep. that video. Sean, I, 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 have you talked to Sean recently? Oh, I haven't yeah. spoken I, I to him in such to, a long time. Yeah, I talked to him within the last week. Okay. Um, He's a good guy. Yeah, he's great. Sean, if you're out there and you're watching, give me a call, man. I'd love to talk to you again. It's been too long. Uh, And then finally, Just Josie said, uh, number three, professional. I don't know what that's referring to, but let's just say that uh, the interview was professional. Uh, One final question for you, and then I want to get your final thoughts. Uh, As we uh, approach the 2022 midterms and 2024 is right around the corner, any possibility of you taking a new position in the White House? Uh, not in the White House. If okay. I ever moved back to Washington, it would be either to go to the DOJ or the ODNI. Okay. Those places. They you could have a, more of an impact there. For me, yes, at this stage of my life and what I've learned in the last two years, if we don't get the intel agencies, if we don't wrap them in a bed sheet and strangle them and <laughs> drown them in the river. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it. it the CIA. Oh, that's, that was, that's like my number one wish list right there, Garrett. Like oh, we need to abolish the CIA. Abolish Fifth column CIA. out of here. It, it, it's it's terrible. Whatever intel collection they they do right now, we can supplement it through the military. They they should really hate me. If there is one institution that should absolutely fear me, it is the office of, of the director of national intelligence because I will claw and scrape my way into that office and i will do things that piss them off it's a mess they started the whole russian collusion hoax mm-hmm. we are going to depose sean henry there's no evidence that russians hacked the dnc we are going to depose sean bridges rod rosenstein all these figures who had a handle in the russian collusion hoax mm-hmm. it all came from the intel community and trump didn't have good people i love president trump but he needed better people Oh, I, I've always thought the same thing, you know, I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, what, what kind of a pool does he have to draw from? I mean, well, that's <laughs> what I've been working on. Yeah, is I've created a, I've created a list of people that should go in certain positions. Good. Good. That's that's my value add. I can't code. I don't know energy policy, but I I'm a very good gauge of people and I can pick uh, who you know what more than who should go where. I will be able to provide a list to the a, a new administration on who the hell not to have. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's that's a great start. Great start. All right. So, uh, Garrett. Uh, finally, let me just say thank you one more time for being here. Uh, I look forward to continuing 
I look forward to continuing to dive through the report, but uh, I want to get your final thoughts. What do you want the audience to take away most from our conversation? The report is a historical document. There's been no corrections, and it's been on the line online for two weeks about the content of the report. We did this in a very deliberate manner. I worked with private investigators, lawyers, an accountant, a graphics person, uh, somebody with military experience. It was a professional thing. I'm just the face of it. And so they need to know that they're reading a document that has been proofread to the hilt. It's been picked through by dozens of people. And if there's a mistake, they need to contact me and we will amend it immediately. Other than that, I stand by it. It's a historical document. I think it's going to be read in 100 years. And this that's number one. Number two is... We focus just on the crimes. There's a small degeneracy subsection in the endnote section, but other than that, somebody can't say that, oh, this is the right wing focused on Hunter Biden's penis again. No, 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 no. We talk about crimes, mm-hmm. sex trafficking, solicitation, online escort sites, drug dealing. Hunter wasn't just consuming coke. He was dealing it. We have direct evidence of that. We put the pictures of the drug dealers. We, Hunter deal, dealt crack with a, a convicted child molester in the state mm. of Delaware. We put his mugshot up there. Wow. So if they have ever seen a more thorough colonoscopy, digital colonoscopy on a sitting U.S. first family, I'd like to see it. That would be my final. That would be my final thought. All right. Excellent. Now, I saw a quote from you earlier that I thought was brilliant. Um, Shoot, I lost it. It was in a meme. Somebody posted a meme of you on Gab. That said, uh, we have bitten into. (laughs) That was on true social. I said that in a private conversation with the big volunteer group that I have. It's about 40 people. And Mm -hmm. there's a graphics person in that group named Kelsey. I love her. And she just, I didn't, I didn't plan that quote or that, 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 uh, that meme at all. Like Marco Polo didn't put that on our website, but she went and made that graphic. And my friend in Marco Polo posted that on his true social and I didn't see it. Until like a day ago, because I didn't know he had true social because he, he doesn't tweet and he doesn't make any posts. So, yeah, that was a quote I had in a private phone conversation. And it, it really is. I went whale watching one time off the coast of Mexico with my parents. And they're they're so they're incredible creatures. But one thing I noticed is, you know, with the poaching, their meat is like sought after. Most people don't realize you can like yep. eat whale. And that's yep. that's what I think of when I think of the Biden's just so much whale blubber of human corruption. And I have just taken my fangs and tried to bite into it more than any other person and i'm hanging on and they're like slashing around and i'm gonna try to hang on as long as i can good stuff i absolutely love it all right so thank you again for being here thank you to everybody out there in the audience i'll be back tonight at 9 p.m with the legendary g edward griffin so don't miss it be here at 9 p.m links are going out here shortly and garrett you are always welcome back on the show and i look forward to continuing to foster this relationship God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you as well, sir.